Five, four, three, two, white dudes. That's me in the top one of you. This is me. This is me. This is Rocksmith. <laughs> the name's Dan. <laughs> roll the Rocksmith. You gotta roll the Rocksmith. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Yes, this is a great time. Um, I feel like this is this is as close as you can get to full. This is pretty much full, full studio. Yeah, yeah. Full. This is full studio. Are we setup. in the studio? Hey, Although this is a bit a Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying to David, like, what Johnny's got here is he's got um he's got his pop shield. Uh, he's got his pop shield but it's like clamped it's like clamped onto the glass table but using the uh, one of the mats so it doesn't put a dent in yeah we the got glass. A, we got a coaster holding up the yeah. the pop shield that coaster's doing god's work yeah i do kind of need a coaster for my drink but i guess not today not today satan not today jesus um okay okay killer. okay killer here we go. Um, we're nearly one drink down already. I know. I haven't even started any content. <laughs> and we're already one drink down. Um, welcome to this episode of the podcast. Welcome, welcome, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. 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 Uh, what you can hear there is... Can I do uh, special effects on this one? Yeah. Just the intro? Just the special effects. All right. You don't get to talk about anything. You just like have to do sound of it. It's just <laughs> me monologuing. <laughs> <laughs> so what you can hear there is uh, we now have a new setup. Setup, 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 setup. Uh, thank you very much to David, the sound man extraordinaire. He's done a... He, I didn't think it was possible for him to get any better. But he's surpassed himself. And you know what? David's a very tall boy, and every time he does something good, he gets taller. Gets a little bit taller. He's getting really tall now. How many inches taller? Uh, three every time. <laughs> <laughs> Multiples of three. So he's at least nine inches taller than he was. When he when start, we started, when we started this podcast, podcast yeah. he, nah, he's done like 30 things now. That's true. So that's like so he's <laughs> 90 inches taller. <laughs> fucking hell. He's fucking He's big. massive now. It's difficult. He struggles to sleep in his bed. Well, yeah. He's, he's, just he's got two here. beds. He's got two beds now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleeps on the floor he's, in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he just lays on the uh, worktop. Yeah, and he just stretches around. <laughs> the L shape. <laughs> yeah. But what you can hear today is that David has very, in a genius way, has now set up two microphones. Two microphones. So we, again, another update uh, where we uh, describe <laughs> things to radio. <laughs> Don't worry, it's just some seagulls in the background. We're Sorry at the seaside that. today. Sorry about that. New location. David's done two mics, but he's also done us uh, a setup at the beach. We're in a tent, which is why there's not too much wind. Welcome. Welcome. Well, well. Someone's just popped into the tent. <laughs> hello. Yeah. Hi, mate. Hello, boys. Oh, hello. Have you seen my my wife went missing around forty-five years ago? Um, what? She's a very small lady, three foot six inches, with oh. heels on. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of trying to record. Uh, no worries, mate. I hope I find. I hope you, we'll let you know anyway if you. See if we see it, yeah, we'll keep an eye out. We'll sort of. Um, yeah, we'll just give you a nod and just let you know, really. Yeah, we'll give you a shout. Anyway, see you later. See you later, mate. Bye, bad, bad, bad. So that there you go. Sorry about that. Um, say with, uh, yeah, don't worry. We 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 see all sorts of people here on the beach. <laughs> um, 
So David has absolutely nailed it. Um, so now we've got two microphones. We've got the glass table with the pole. We've got the timer we don't use. Uh, we've got the pop shields. We've got everything. We've got everything popping off here. It's like we got, we got, we're slowly getting it. It's each time I keep saying we're like fully professional, and then we get a little bit more professional each time. Yeah. What's the next step? Like a fully working office behind us. Yeah, with like interns and stuff. Yeah, like 40 interns. Do you know, do you know what Google. it'll be? What's like, that? we joke, but eventually it'll be someone doing the research for us. Oh my days. We'll imagine. have a research team. Imagine that day. I don't know what we'll do. Could be David. <laughs> <laughs> get roped into it. <laughs> doesn't get to speak on the podcast. Not paid. Doesn't get, to speak. doesn't get to speak. Does all the research. Sets everything up. Does the hard bit. Doesn't get to do any of the fun bits. Doesn't get to drink. But imagine if he set up while he was drunk. That would be terrible. Just That's not, why he can't drink. It's just not professional, David. <laughs> <laughs> we have to drink on the podcast it's, because yeah. that's how we do our it's, best work. Yeah. It's the only way you can get through the day-to-day. Yeah. The shakes. <laughs> the day-to-day shakes. The dakes. <laughs> that guy's back. <laughs> oh, yeah, did no. you find her? Uh, no. 36 years I've been looking. So it says 43 years. <laughs> She's been missing 43. When you've been searching for 53 years, you lose track of what's if, what's what, and what's but. I lost in the South of America. Where were you then? We were hitchhiking in a river. <laughs> well, that's your first mistake. We was trying to catch a boat. Downstream. Oh, I see. And she got swept up, what with her being three foot six and all. Oh. But she had a, a sparkly green boots on, so if any of you bandits seeing the sparkly green boots, I'm your man. Well, you're quite a long way from home yeah. to be searching for her. Anyway, um, we'll let you know anyway if those boots yeah, show just, up. Just, just knock on. If you, yeah, if just... you see us waving, that means we found something. Yeah. Thanks, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, guys. Um, this week, we are talking about uh, beautiful and... The oh, damned. God, fucking... That's the not be- it. It's the beautiful and damned. Yeah. The beautiful and damned. The beautiful and damned. I thought it was the, the beautiful, beautiful and, and the, the damned. damned. No, it's, be- it's the beautiful God, and damned. damn it. Which it doesn't... It should be the beautiful and the damned. I feel like yeah. that's... Beautiful and the damned. Be- yeah, the beautiful and damned. Right then. G <laughs> Easy, you fucked up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So G Easy is the artist. Um, Gerald Gillum is his name. Young Gerald. Young Gerald, also known as Young Gerald. Um, Gerald Gillum, Triple G. Not like the boxer, Ooh. although he does do a couple of rhymes about that. That he's like if like if I'm G Easy, Gerald Gillum, Triple G, Gemini. He does all them bars mm. about being like Triple G. I saw a McLaren in Manchester the other day that had uh, Triple G on the back of it. Oh, so it was either it was either the boxer, yeah, or God, or God, or Jesus. Why'd he be God? What's he driving around in that? What would he be driving? What would God drive? I feel like he would drive Tesla. <laughs> I feel like he'd drive a Bentley. <laughs> that hell. big slow boat. <laughs> Why? No reason. Yeah. I, I think he'd drive a motorbike because he can't yeah. die. So yeah, he'd drive something that was risky. Skip all the red lights. Well, he Where can make would... a change, can't he? Yeah, he true. can just be like. Where would he be going though? Where's he not going? Why would he need a motorbike? 
I thought I could just fly, fly around the sky. Like Neo? What? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that right. fucking trilogy was just... Uh, the first one's good. The first one's amazing. Yeah, but then and it Considering falls it was off. made in 1999. Do you know what the problem is? They did this with Terminator as well. Yeah. They make like a really gory, like, 18 plus film. Yeah. And then by the time the cash starts flowing in, by the third it's be one, family friendly. it's really family friendly. Yeah. The, the third Terminator was like 12 or something. And the f- just oh, God. Shit. Like, everyone since number two has just been a pile of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely horrible. Why did they do that? Genesis is one of the Genesis is one of the worst ones. It's one of the worst franchises, like because they did Salvation, which was Christian Bale and Sam Worthington, and they tried to like reinvent it. And I was like, fair. Is that what is this Terminator? Yeah, I hadn't seen that. It's not amazing. Salvation. It's not awful. It's not amazing. But then they made Genesis, which like tried to reboot it, and mm. it's just a shit show. It's got Matt Smith in it. Mm. Nah. Speaking of Matt Smith. Manchester has now become New York for a few days. It has, yeah. They've uh, they've got fucking Jared Leto over here. Yeah, Jared Leto. Matt yeah. Smith was there, uh, pointing at him with his weird face. Yeah, Matt Smith got a weird was in, face. Is that in Northern Quarter? Was it Northern Quarter? Yeah, mm. it's all been done up to look like New York. Why? Was it? Was it cheaper than filming it in New what York? Yeah, Morbi- no, Morbius, which is a spin-off from Spider-Man. It's one of the characters. He's like a he's like a doctor, and he gets a blood disease. He tries to cure himself, and he becomes a vampire. It's quite a cool character in Spider-Man, but yeah. I don't know why they're doing, why they're chosen. I feel like Sony, or is it Fox? Who I think it's Sony. Sony are just trying to fucking milk Spider-Man for as much as it's worth before they have to give it back to Marvel. Yeah. They're just like, quick, get all these fucking films out. He might as well. Because Marvel are going to retcon it all anyway. Yeah. They'll just be like, nah, it's ours now. That's what Disney Scrap are doing to fucking Star Wars. Yeah. All those books that were written by all those Star Wars authors and they've just gone that all means nothing now mm. now we've got it just forget all that yeah I hate when they destroy the lore of stuff mm. it's so fucking annoying that imagine they did that with like Tolkien yeah imagine if they'd been like they like bought the rights to the Lord of the Rings and then when everything he wrote in the books is yeah everything's set in uh, Woolworths now <laughs> <laughs> a 1995 Woolworths <laughs> In the in the pick and mix aisle, where would the ring be taken? What's the what's the, the aisle? ring? Is one of those jelly rings? Yeah, it's one of those like fizzy jelly rings. But the quest, where is it going to? Are they going to the toy section? Oh fuck! And they've got to like get Nerf guns and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but it's upstairs. Oh. you've got to get up the escalator. Yeah, without the security guard seeing you. Yeah, because you've like, stolen some yeah. foam bananas. Those orcish security guards. <laughs> <laughs> those absolute uruk high. In Woolworths, what would be uh, the equivalent to Sauron's eye? Uh, you know, like some Woolworths had the, um, they had like central that tills. cleaner. <laughs> Sees everything. <laughs> I was going to say the central tills that are like in a yeah. circle. Oh, yeah. They used to be like in a, in a circle and all the tills were like, mm. rather than like checkouts. Yeah. So they could see like 360 view of everything. Yeah. That was like the one. The one in Gravesend was like that. That's a good idea to be fair. Because then you've got... Yeah, I feel like that's way more space efficient than having them in line. Yeah. They must get so much stuff nicked. Well, then you work back to back to back. Yeah. Oh my days, that's intense. Yeah. That's how the Eye of Sauron works. And that's that's going to be the remake of... Bob We're Lins. making it. Copyright right there. Yeah. We sent ourselves that in the post. I'm excited for uh, The Witcher. The film? Yeah. Oh, or is, is it a TV series? film or is it a TV series? series. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I can't remember who's playing... Gerald. It's Geralt. Uh, Superman. 
It's yeah, what's his name? Yeah. What's his name? Fucking the British guy. It's What's his name? It's uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> um, <laughs> the most out of shape Superman of all time. <laughs> What's his fucking name? I know the guy you mean. Uh, I don't. I'd, I've never known that guy's name. Let's call so. him Harry Johnson. My name is Harry Johnson. I'm reading for the part of, of Superman. Of Gerald <laughs> of S- Superman. <laughs> uh, what's Geralt's second name in The Witcher? Geralt the Witcher. Geralt. Geralt of Rivia. Middle name. Geralt the Witcher. Yeah. Geralt T. Witcher. Geralt Terence Witcher. Witchington. Witch. Witch Witcher. Which, uh, fuck, nah, that <laughs> was, that was terrible. Yeah. Um, back to G-Eazy. Um, yeah, sorry. Before we, before we blast off on a kind of G-Eazy odyssey, uh, there's a few little bits and bobs that we need to take care of. Um, so, unbeknownst to us, uh, whilst we were sleeping, um, social media uh, has sent us some messages. The social media fairies. Yeah, sent us some messages. So we've had some artists getting in touch with us, which is really awesome. Um, and... This first guy, I think, I hope I'm saying his name right. Uh, it's Callie Owen. Um, and he got in touch with us quite early on when we first launched the, the podcast, a few episodes in. And he said, uh, would you like bump one of my new tracks? Um, I'm trying to get some like, you know, trying to get some love for it. And he was like, can you review it? And I obviously was like, we're not going to review it because we don't know what we're talking about. And you're like an emerging artist. So why on earth would we like rip into your music? So yeah, we'll rip on someone who's like <laughs> yeah, fully established. Yeah, like, like Kanye but, can take it. But, yeah, but when you're on your way up, we ain't going to be. Yeah, exactly. And also because we're just like we don't literal want nobodies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we're not credible. No. We but, don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> exactly. But we'll try. But we'll try. And so what we said we would do is we play a little blast of his track for him. So this is um, Callie Owen. Uh, this track's called Cherry featuring Jam. Um, you can get it on his he's on Twitter uh, he's also on Instagram uh, it's spelled K-A-L-I-O-E-N so if you pop those into Twitter it'll come up um, we're currently on his YouTube um, so yeah uh, the album is called To Love Lost in a Bit of Feud um, so yeah uh, check it out it's decent we'll give it a little blast we won't play all of it but we'll give it a little blast right now uh, and yeah hope you enjoy it is this the music video as well? this is the music video um, so yeah, he's got a full full video going on. Very nice. He's got that production. Yeah. Yeah, I had a couple of listens to it before, and it was like very like hazy and yeah. dreamy, and it's quite cool. Who did the production on this? Did it say? Uh, Ricky Beskiza. Ricky Beskiza. Shout out. Big shout out. Yeah, because the directors never get the love. My man's tied up. All again, I like the way this is shot. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? How have they done this like it's like almost like a 3D? 
They're like they're like red and sixteen yeah. living in a dream, running through fantasy. Very well, yeah. Yeah. Wet. Yeah. Every girl screams what I mean. This is just a clip to find a girl, suck a dick, deposit all your kids. Where an urban sock is, it's common as a jock strap. Ending scenes on the knees, you feel cop that. Then with the TV, my imagination grew impatient. Inch from my face, I feel the weak and valent. Fuck, 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 fuck. Intimacy, just a burden on me. I'm the burden to see. Passing passion through a stab emotion. You should know this. Don't be frozen nipples out. I wanna taste the oxytocin. Pick my cherry with the whispers of adultery. It's hard to read the temporary status that I'm supposed to be. But what you think? Should I tell her or not? I look down on my watch. Fuck time, just stop. I like the guy, like color of great yeah, like the really, really good. It's shot really well. Again. Yeah, it's good. Isn't it? I love this like bathroom scene where it's like red and green. Yeah, yeah, they nailed that. All your friends are doing blow. I know you're all alone. Girl, pick up your phone. So some things that always look good on film that they use in this, like smoking, always looks good. Yeah. And so do fairy lights. So fairy lights in the background out of focus always look so sick. Yeah, like a cheap. It's, it's a like cheap stylish lighting. It's basically like having a little cheat code. And you can use that as your source. Actually, fairy lights in the back. Yeah, yeah. You can just use that as a source, like light around that. Very nice. I like that. That was all right, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, The production's... It's crazy how, like, anyone... I assume that hasn't been made by, like, a big team of people or... But anyone can just make music now and it sounds... It's, it sounds it's halfway decent, decent yeah. 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 So that was um, Calio and Cherry featuring Jam. Uh, really short little track. Really nice little summery vibe. Very kind of, like, acidy and kind of, uh, like, trippy. Um, yeah, really nice, really nice. So um, big shout-out to Calio and... Um, Check him out. Go and like bump his stuff. He yeah, needs to like, give him those views, give him those likes. Um, I'm happy that he's got more likes than he has dislikes on this YouTube yeah. video because he deserves that. Pop him another like on there. Yeah, let's chuck him a little let's like. Chuck him a little like on there. there so go. we've liked that there, Calion, and we've bumped up your views. Uh, so yeah, go and check him out. Um, next up, uh, what have we got? We've got uh, this is my man. Uh, he's called Tehondi. Got in touch on the old Instagram. He was enjoying our J. Cole episode. Oh, nice. Uh, which was a recent one. I think it was, what was it, last? It was two episodes ago now. Um, so he was, like, at this at the time of recording, that was episode number eight, and we were on episode number nine, I think. So, yeah, he got in touch, and he said, uh, I've, I've released a, a project called Hiatus Days Over. Could you give us some love? And we said, yes, of course. Uh, and we come onto the Spotify, and we find he's got a 15-track album. Which is pretty good. Uh, it's not That's just amazing. like yeah, it's not just some little like like us just like busting out some shit in a yeah. corner. Like he's got some full album and he's got that artwork as well. Yeah, got the artwork. Um, yeah, looks pretty decent. So we said yes, we'll bump some of that. And I think our favorite off the album was Pay the Price. So this is our man Tahondi. He's got his fifteen track albums, forty four minutes long, so you could blast through it. Probably you know cooking some dinner, mm. um, get through it. It's got some decent tracks on it. He's got some features. Um, I think our favourite track is probably track number 12, which is called Pay the Price. I'll give that a little blast now. It goes a little something like this. Again, like production, super tight. Like...
set them to the side. I lost so much, how much longer can I drive? Hustle against the road, body about to crow. Money in the red, only hope. Hustle on the I got student loans, low-key though, they not for cash. Yeah, he's talking about them student loans. I know that feel. Yeah, relatable. Never gonna pay mine off. Nah. Fuck that. Mine, mine yeah. like... You can take me alive. Yeah. Come and prize that cash from my cold, dead hands. Yeah, you can chase me around the country. Yeah. <clears throat> Fuck that. Whenever you get that, um... That, uh, mail with the little student loan tree That's logo. shredded. Straight shredded. I ain't even Not known at this address. Yeah. I ain't got a shredder, but I spend my time shredding it by hand. <laughs> Just cutting it up with scissors. <laughs> I've wasted hours doing that. <laughs> uh, this is really good. It's alright, isn't it? It's like I say, it's fucking mad. Like, I, if I heard that, if I heard that next to uh, yeah. some some newer hip hop, yeah, new yeah. hip hop, especially like, like mid level like yeah. SoundCloud stuff, like yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, put, I wouldn't be able to tell it yeah. apart. This is really yeah. really good, especially the stuff we listen to on the recap, the yeah. recap episode, which will which will like you'll oh, hear yeah, in due yeah, time, yeah. like. It, the recap episode that's like just covers a lot of artists. Yeah, yeah. it like sits sits with that. Yeah. Is this the first the first project he's done then? As like a whole project? No. Let's have a little look. So, yeah, it so looks like it. He's got like oh no no, he's got like a nine track sort of EP. When was that? When was that released? 2014. 20, so he's taken a little while. He's yeah. probably been putting the money together to yeah. get to get it recorded. That's four years. If he's independent. Yeah. Like he is. Fair play to him, man. Decent. Yeah. Decent. So that's uh, Tehondi. I think I'm it's saying really that good, right. Uh, yeah, check it out on, uh, I think he's forever.music on Instagram. So check him out. But um, yeah, or go to our page and his comment is there with his Instagram. Um, his, uh, his tag is there. So you can check that out. Um, so yeah, he's decent. That was a good time. And then finally... Uh, this is like our roundup of uh, what's happening in hip hop under the under the radar. Uh, a pal of mine uh, called Ads. His name is Adam. If you haven't guessed, so uh, catchy rap name Ads. Uh, does his Alex in the tin. He's been working with a producer called French Saki uh, from Bristol, uh, and he made this track called Azerbaijan, which goes a little something like this. Please, yeah, come on in. It's very stupid. It's like totally tongue in cheek. Is this the guy you did a show with? Uh, no, that's the other Adam. But I trained with this guy. Okay. They call me Danny DeFito Benito. I lie low like Dido. Wanna lie low, man? I fry loads of Pido. I got a kilo of Filo. And it's got like a fire chorus as well, yeah. and he sings on the chorus. <laughs> Have a lovely time. <laughs> Yeah. Let's actually put out some like content. Yeah. 
Right, gather round. I like how layered the production is. Yeah. So like all the stuff that's going on in the background. Yeah. Really good. It creates a really good sound space. He's got pretty good flow to be fair. So that's him. That was his strudel. Yeah. So this is his Azerbaijan man track. And then another guy who's been working with French Psyche called Cheese made a diss track oh. about Adam because his name oh. is Adam Bacon. So it's like Cheese, the rapper, has released one called Digging Your Gravy, which is a bacon. That's a which fire. Is gonna, yeah. Oh, my days. And it's like all to do with food. So this is the this is the response track. Don't give a damn what his name is. Over the same Wait, beat. Wait, a damn's what his name is. <laughs> Fam, you'll never get famous. Slamming every fan in the face with your trainers. <laughs> it's the same guy doing production with this one as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Me, the you Ooh, more that, that, that fucking flow change. Is this Kendrick Lamar? So he's all right. So he's all right. I'm loving them flow changes. He's flow changes, but then, but then ads has obviously gone away and like been like, I'm not letting that rest. He's had six weeks in a in a fucking. Gone and found him on Facebook and like yeah. looked up all his photos. Yeah. And he comes out with, uh, ads comes out with Brie in his bonnet, oh, sorry. which is the cheese disc. So this is the response to the response. Bacon's come back and he's he's after that cheese. Yeah, he's ready to roll. Hey, Jacob, this one's for you. Cheese dot fire. <laughs> he's got a bee in his bonnet. <laughs> Wait, that's Bray in his bonnet. Don't give a damn what his name is. E dams what his name is. Made backwards and ignoramus. A mild cheddar, just tasteless. Oh, <laughs> nice. Beat in is gonna be a breeze. As in, different kinds of breeze. Say that you grind, you've got rind down a G. Think you're Buddha, think you're better. I'll put you in a box like a barrel aged feta. Drown you in that liquid from mozzarella. Leave you rotting in the valley like a cave aged cheddar. Mwah. You got Bray in your bonnet. I'm on it. I ate cheese like Wallace and Gromit. What's with the gay bashing? Get out the closet. Bacon up a cheese like a badly made omelet. So there you go. 
that's the mini rap battle that's been happening in I the, enjoyed that. I don't know if you haven't I mean guys, you might this might not have like reached your shores. This wave, this this uh this wave that's been happening in the hip hop news mm. might not have reached you yet, but just wait cuz Trust me, the ash cloud is coming. <laughs> yeah. And when it hits It's going to be suspending your flights yeah. for days. Yeah. Man's going to need one of those covers over his, over his mouth. Yeah, exactly. Cuz it's going to disrupt your breathing. You're going to have asthma after this shit hits. Yeah, so you better get you better get to know. You better get prepared. <laughs> you better get on that prepping hype. You know, you like getting your cellar and filling it with baked beans. Yeah, and um and tins of spam. Yeah. And those uh, chunk, chunky veg Chunky oh, veg soup. Chunky veg and those oyster, those oyster, oyster mushrooms. Yeah, and that full, um, that full breakfast, full oh, English breakfast in a can. Free sauce. Have you seen that full chicken in a can? Oh, it's disgusting. Full turkey. Get it's full disgusting. turkey in a can. When it comes Christmas. out. Yeah, and it's like slips out like a. Ah, oh, fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there you go. Um, that was. I'm impressed with the artists that we're getting. Yeah, like, man. That was, that was all right. That was pretty good. Like, because you never know what you're gonna get when people like come up. When people like slide into your DMs and they're like, "Can you play this track?" Yeah. And you always, I'm always a bit trepidatious to go onto the YouTube channel because I'm like, "What's gonna happen? Could it be shit?" Because then I, I feel obliged, but also you don't want to like, you know, you know that kind of X factor thing where it's like, you have to be like, "This is not for you." Hmm. So it's nice to, it's refreshing to have a bunch of people that have actually been like really decent. Yeah, have, it's great that like anyone can just make music these days. Yeah. And they're taking the piss, the last guys we listened to, but it actually sounds, if they actually put their minds, minds to, to it, it yeah, actually some content. Like, yeah. Some, some decent content, but it still sounds good, which is why it's like got potential. Yeah. But. Um. So if you have some time, pop onto the old uh, soundcloud.com forward slash French sake, S-A-K-E, like the wine sake. Um. Yeah, and uh, yeah, have a little listen. It's a good time. It's very silly. If you want some silly hip hop in your life that's like pretty well produced and has actually got some fire lyricism in it, but you want something that's just a bit of an antidote, go and have a listen. It's a good time. Uh, so that's our weekly roundup. That's I mean, our weekly roundup. Yeah, we also, aren't going to have one of these in a, <laughs> for about a year. It's our, it's our yearly roundup. Our yearly roundup of new artists. Big shout out to everyone who uh, got in touch with us. Anyone yeah. in the future who's listening and thinks maybe I'll just send them something I've made. Don't worry if you think the content isn't there. Yeah. Um, or you're a little bit worried about... Because I feel, I feel like that whenever I put something out, I always feel like there's something about it that I'm like... That's not perfect. Nah, not or, yeah, that, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Anything that you've got that you want to send us and you want us to talk about, absolutely send it. Exactly. Because it's, it's all like, growth. It's all growth. Yeah. Like, it, like that. this is just your... Like, in a year's time, in two years' time, you might look back at it and go, oh, I don't like that. But you wouldn't have been able to get to where you are now if you hadn't done the thing before. Exactly. So. It's like when you start working out and you take a before picture. No one's proud of that. But the progression there, you know, that's what it's all about. When you look at it, Started from the bottom now. When you look at it six hours later, you're like, <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm so shredded now. <laughs> After one one session of gym. Yeah, I'm always like that. Yeah, yeah Every yeah. time I work out, I'm like, I'm so ripped. Yeah, that. <laughs> I just get that good lighting. <laughs> I get that good lighting and I go, shit, son. Yeah, I just get Those that shadows. Photoshop up. I get the body paint, you know, I the just, six pack paint. Yeah, yeah. I just drop my head over Jay Cutler's body. Fucking hell. I've done well today. I've eaten well today. I've done well. Yeah, I've nailed that. Yay! Okay, so we've done our roundup. Had some uh had some new hip hop, very new, hot off the presses. Um so now we're gonna go back a few years. Uh to G Easy. We're gonna do the beautiful and damned. Um I confess I hadn't heard any G Easy up until this point, apart from the stuff that you'd played me, I think. 
Yeah. What had I played you? Oh, the like the blue face one and yeah. Um, what else? That I think that might be it. Or you might have played me some so, little potted bits and bobs. Yeah. And I think I'd heard when I heard. Um, I know it's not on this album, but um, me myself and I. I'd heard that before, but mm. probably because it was like it's probably his most popular single, isn't it? Is it? Is it on the album before this? The one I got in on, the one that got me hooked was the Halsey one, which uh, is yeah, yeah, um, him and I, him and I, yeah. yeah, which is like his big. That was his big commercial. He's like single. breakout, yeah. yeah. And I was gonna say like it is very commercial. He's like designed. That's designed to sell records. Yeah, that's designed exactly, to like yeah. bring in because it's kind of folky. It's like got that kind of like folky. Like almost Lord, yeah, Lord esque. You're right though on the on the Spotify um, statistics. Me, myself, and I has got more Ooh. listens than him and I. Let's have a little listen to me, me yeah, myself. You'll know I it. You'll know it. The track. Oh yeah, of course. It's a great track. Yeah. To be fair. No, oh, I think also I love I, his flow on this. I think this album, controversial. I think this album is better than the beautiful well, and damned. It's that's like with the. Um, it's like that with J Cole. Yeah. Mm. Like I think Forest Hills Drive is way better, better than, than KOD. KOD. Yeah, yeah, way way better. And it's KOD's like, like you like pushed it too far. Yeah, yeah. It's KOD's still a sick album. Yeah, it's but, a great album. But, I'm a, I but agree. when you've got like a vintage artist like J Cole, who's like yeah. banging out tracks that are just like, it's like any other person released KOD and you'd be like classic. Yeah. But because it's J Cole, it's like Kendrick. Like yeah, you hold your um, you hold. It's like when Christopher Nolan releases a film, you hold your uh, sort of. What do you call it? Expectations so high yeah, yeah, yeah. that nothing can really live up to it. It's like that when they fucking tease games that look amazing two years before, and then and everyone like, gets really hyped for yeah, it. That's yeah, why yeah. Fortnite and Apex Legends did so well because they didn't do any PR for either of those games. I've got a question for you about uh, Fortnite. Okay, what's going on with the thing in the ball? Oh mate, I don't know. I've I saw a trailer like for it on Reddit, and I was I know, like, I did. This weird little frog man in a ball just zoom, <laughs> zooming around the level. I was like, this is a this is a snake eating its tail. Like Fortnite is slowly destroying itself. It's yeah. It's is on, it for kids it's, now? It's yeah. I think it always was. To be fair, also like it had a really high skill gap. And it still kind of does, but they killed that off. Yeah, I remember you said they, they just reduced, like ripped out yeah, the fucking game mechanics. Yeah, they they looked to the meta and just went, nah, fuck that. We don't want people learning our, our meta. Because it, oh, it's such a kick to the community. Because everyone who's yeah, on Reddit yeah. is people who are like older, more committed to gaming and get... Spent tri- hours on it, based, yeah. Reddit is basically just a place to get triggered, I feel like. Especially Definitely. if you're like on subreddits for games. You're oh, just there to yeah, get yeah, triggered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Those downvotes. Yeah. And to go on it is really toxic as well because you just get all yeah. of the bad stuff about the game and then so occasionally true. you get someone complaining. Who's like, oh, yeah. This someone is who's like, come on. Everyone's just moaning here. But it is, every time you go on it, you also realise all of the problems with... So I was going on the Reddit for Fortnite just being like, this is such... It's, ju- it's a joke. Like, they were reducing yeah. the mats that you can carry because yeah, yeah, yeah. the game was all about building and they didn't want that because then yeah. people who were new to the game would come in yeah. uh, and they were, like, getting demolished by people who played it and, like, didn't know how to build. And it got to the point... Like, if you go on it now... Like, if I played it now, I used to be good at it, but if I yeah. played it now, I'd get Impossible. absolutely annihilated. Yeah, yeah. Like Reddit is... And also, Reddit is kind of... Like, it's a poison chalice. It's like... I feel like developers know that there's such a huge gaming force on Reddit and so they kind of like try and pander to them but then they end up fucking themselves over because it's like Reddit is like that Saki kid at the back of the bus who like can never be told and so if you try and get him on side 
he's like, oh, I see what you're trying to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. and so Reddit, Reddit is always out on its own, and you can't if you try and befriend it, it will destroy you. Mm. So you just have to be like, you have to be like scumbag EA. I mean, like I'm not condoning what EA do, but EA are just like we're doing it anyway. Like, whereas like smaller studios that try and like pander to Reddit just get fucked over yeah. because they can't win. They can't get it right because there's no such thing as a perfect game. No. Like, there's always going to be things wrong with it. And Yeah, there's no such thing as a perfect anything subjectively yeah. because everyone's always going to have a exactly. different perspective about things. Um, and what I think is... Because I enjoy competitive games, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I want something that has a really high skill ceiling. I want to churn out the hours to feel like I'm getting progression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for someone who just drops in on the game every so often, they don't want to go into a game with someone Yeah, they want who's... arcade. They want yeah, to be able to like, exactly. pick up and yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's clearly what the developers of Epic want to appeal to. Yeah. But it kicked out all the players that have put in hundreds of hours to and learn built, the meta. And built Fortnite to be what it was. Yeah. So that it's like they used those... They used those gamers to build the platform of Fortnite and then fuck them over by yeah. ripping them out. Well, the, the thing is... Like the reason Reddit was, I mean, sorry, the reason Fortnite was so popular on Twitch was a, a game that is popular on Twitch usually is a game that you can appreciate the skill ceiling for. So if you can look at a game and you watch instantly, be good at something, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's why Ninja was the most popular streamer because he was amazing, yeah. At the he was literally the best at, at Fortnite, yeah. So that's yeah. so the person who is the best gets the most views, basically, yeah. If you watch him realistically, I mean, he appeals to kids, he's so he's he got literally got the nickname on Reddit or on the internet in general as cringer because he's so fucking cringy but it, yeah like you can't knock him he's amazing at games yeah yeah he's um, just like a cringe human being yeah yeah, yeah 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 so that that's why that's why fortnite got that viewership i think because it was like people could look at it see how good you were at building yeah, and yeah, yeah. appreciate that yeah. as a skill um and now it's just like now it's one just a shot cesspool yeah, of yeah, yeah. people flying around in planes and <laughs> in fucking stupid bubble balls it's but... so weird i don't know what the character's called it's like called like professor I can't remember what it's called because it all it, follows. It all has a big law. So there, each season there's a new theme. It's like it's like a film. So uh, each season there's a new theme, and then everything follows that with the season pass. Do you know what? It's amazing. It's is it? it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's so good. It's like a new game is released every season. I don't play it anymore, and I haven't played it for like a year and a half. But like, f as from a gamer's perspective, for a free to play game to be doing that, it's good. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, look, it's like. But yeah, he's sitting this ball and you like fly around. But like, if you were a kid, you would love that. You would love yeah, that. Yeah, you would love that. The new season drops and you're like, oh, we got all this new content. We don't have to pay for it. Yeah, to we be can fair. we can buy our fucking hype beast supreme instead. <laughs> Spend our money elsewhere. Because that's what we, we, was it us we were talking about that last time. That um, there's a type of jacket called Canada, Canada Goose. Yeah, uh, and they started banning them in schools yeah, in the UK. Yeah, actually, I was talking about it today. Cause, yeah, yeah, because yeah. uh, kids are like mega hype. It like increases these the days. poverty, yeah, poverty the gap. gap. So yeah, like, yeah. it's mad like, that more like bullying. It used to be like a toy or a thing, and now it's a fucking coat. Mm. And the coats are so expensive. Yeah, it used to, it, they're like a grand. Those coats. Yeah, they're like. I mean, it's the new North Face. They look. I mean, they are sick to be fair, but they're not. They're not that good. They're, the hoods are nice, but they're yeah. legit fur. So yeah, people yeah. get triggered by them. I would yeah, never and also buy it's one. like goose down as well, and it's like goose yeah. feather. So yeah. people are like, you've plucked them. Like, but that's but what I mean, down is. Well, yeah. I would never buy one. They're I wouldn't nice, buy one though. for like 1,500 nice. quid. Nah. 
If it was given to me, I'd wear it. But otherwise, I don't agree with the practice of it anyway. Yeah. Just get faux fur. What's the problem? Yeah, exactly. It's What's silly. What's the issue? Like, it looks, it looks the same. same. feels yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah. See, TK Maxx were like selling faux fur, but yeah. it was actual fur. So, they, so they, were, yeah, they, they were saying it was faux fur, but it turned out that like loads of the products just had fur on them. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to TK Maxx, they probably didn't know. Yeah, they TK don't give Max a fuck. TK Maxx don't give a fuck. They just stock so much stuff. I wonder who their distributor is. They just like they just buy it by the kilo, don't they? They must just look they just on go eBay. to a designer and go like, give us all your fucking seconds yeah. for like half the price. Yeah, they just go yeah, they go. They just buy all the stuff that's coming out of season mm-hmm. for cheap and then sell it because they. I mean, TK Maxx as a principle is like it's quite a good idea. Yeah, if you've got the time, if you're asked to just go and sit and rifle through, which sometimes I am. Yeah, and you can find some good shit, but a yeah. lot of the time, it's oh. horrible. I've, I've never really bought clothes from there. I like I like the home section. They've got yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. shop called Home, home Sense, Sense, which is pretty yeah, much TK Maxx. Get some like good the pans stuff in, in there. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got them good pans. I, that actually, I think that's the iron where skillet. I, that's where I bought that fucking that fatty toaster. No, the, the grill, s- the seasoning rack. Oh, oh, and they fucked you. That's that's so TK Maxx. That it was actually <laughs> that from, is so TK Maxx. It was from Home Sense, but. And you were missing about six core spices. Weren't you missing like... I've used a, f- a lot of those now. Weren't you fair. missing oregano? Yeah. I was missing like fucking basil. <laughs> how can you be missing basil? How can they... T- how can they Why substitute are you replacing basil? basil? Like, that's like... As the substituting... Like, we're gonna... So we substitute your yogurts for... Um, multi-purpose cleaning wipes. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that's a one-to-one... They substituted your basil Classic. for like nutmeg. <laughs> yeah. What am I gonna do with that? I got fucking no. They they one of the substitutes was for mint. What? <laughs> if I'm gonna get mint, I get it by the leaf anyway. Yeah, you get it fresh. Because it's so specific. Yeah. Buy it fresh. Do you know what I totally. mean? Totally. Yeah, you ain't you ain't getting that dried mint. No, fuck dried that. mint tastes like shit it's as well. Disgusting. Yeah. I, I wouldn't know because I've never used it. And I'm never gonna use it. Raging. Fuck that. I'm gonna buy fresh mint. If I'm gonna use it, I'm not gonna use ground mint. <laughs> I'm gonna start taking instead of having chewies at work. I'm just gonna start taking a handful of mint, a handful of dried mint, that fucking dried mint, get it used, and just start slathering it in my mouth. Just yeeting it in your just face. That, get that. Does <laughs> <laughs> so anyone want uh, anyone want any mints? Anyone oh, want chewing gum? Is it Traybor or uh, it's just like ground mint? Anyone want chewing gum? Nah, I'm alright. What about ground mint? <laughs> what? Yeah, go on. Go on, let's have a look. You put it in like a little little pouch. I might try some now. You just chew it. <laughs> This weird little pouch. You chew it up and spit it out. <laughs> like chewing tobacco. But yeah. I mean, what a fucking segue we've got on there. Yeah, what that the is, fuck? I can't remember what we were even talking about there. I don't even get Absolute on that. Absolute top segues. We started... Let me do a mind... We started... G, we were about Jeezy. I don't know. I don't fucking remember. who knows. Let's reset. Um, this is the, we've pushed the reset button. Uh, beautiful, <laughs> the beautiful and damned. I've got to keep getting that right. The damned and the beautiful. The be- the be- beautiful. The house, the ham, the house on the hill. The beautiful and the ham. The Netflix series, the house, the haunting of the house on the haunting hill. That the- also had um, demons. The hill hauntings and the demon house. Hill. The demon house on the hill of hauntings. The hill that's at the end of the lane. It's placed <laughs> on top of a. Ha- There's a house on the hill. The exorcism of the house on the hill at the end of the lane of the damned. <laughs> what a stupid title for a series. Yeah. 
The Haunting of Hill House. What a the, fucking which is what we're talking about. Name. Yeah, stupid name. Um, if you've watched it all the way to the end, then you're a fool like I am. Yeah, fair play. Same, I watched it as well. Do you know what? I've always it, shit. It entertained me. It entertained me more than fucking you. Have you seen that? Nah, I've, I've stayed away. That is a pile of shit. And a lot of Netflix series these days are rubbish. Yeah. I thought, have you seen Ozark though? That's all right. Really good. Shot very really well. Really good. But well. I think, was that Netflix or was it, did Netflix it's on acquire Netflix. it? I think they acquired it. I think it might have been HBO originally. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Or maybe not. I, like I don't know. Netflix are falling off bad. I thought fucking... But they don't care anymore, do they? They're, they're not about like quality. They're just about quantity. Yeah. They just want to get as much stuff as possible. Yeah. Because then they can get people in. Do you know what else I thought was absolutely terrible that broke a load of records most streamed? Was it Maddie? Nah, I mean, that was awful. Yeah. The disappearance of Madame McCann, awful. Um, a Tells great, you nothing. A great example yeah. of, of how long to make your document documentary is the, the recently released uh, Michael Jackson documentary. Yeah. And even that may be too long, but that's two I thought Evil Genius was a really good length. Two, I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah, it's really good. But that's, the Michael Jackson one is two episodes. Yeah. An hour and a half, an hour 45 each. Yeah, all you need. Put it into that. Basically, Rather, cut a film in half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Instead of like the Ted, if anyone's seen the Ted Bundy oh, tapes fucking, what on a Netflix. Joke. Oh my <laughs> days. <laughs> what a joke. What a fucking joke. Fucking it felt like it was stupid. a documentary that had been made 20 years ago and then repackaged, which yeah. I think is what it was. Do you reckon? Yeah. I just don't think they knew what they were doing. Fucking joke. They it's... were too busy fucking like wanking him off and being yeah, like, this guy was really good looking. Yeah, and like, this guy was uncatchable. Like, no, he wasn't. <laughs> the police were a shit show. The That's police. why he killed fucking the... 30 people. <laughs> They're like, he was a demon in disguise. Like, no, he wasn't. He's a fucking human being. He was a failure. He was an yeah. abject failure at everything he did. Yeah, exactly. Failed at being a lawyer, failed at being a politician did the next best thing he could do as a psychopath, which was kill people. Mm. And he knew that there were like massive holes in like state policing. And that's how we got away with it. Yeah. And, but the, the more we talk about killers being like these fucking like, like anti-gods. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It, yeah. It, it, that documentary it almost sounds inspiring. Yeah. And like, it's an insult to the people that died and their yeah. families. We've spoken like, about this before, about how like the media glorifies it with the yeah. numbers. They're like, oh, this guy got 50. 30 people. 50. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. The whole headline is the number of people. Across five killed. states. It's like yeah. it's like setting a new high score in a game. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. If the media didn't cover these mass killings as much in the way as they, they do, yeah. in the way that they do, yeah. there'd be way less than... I fucking blame the media, to be honest. Yeah, man. You can blame the media for most things. Yeah. Everything. Brexit. Everything. Um, we are part. We're Donald the new Trump's. media. We're part of the new media. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we haven't done our like usual weekly diss of Eminem. <laughs> We've got to find some more shit to diss him about. Nah, um, he's all right. But he's all right. Although we will, I think we will probably come across some more white rappers in this episode because it's we, we will indeed. Um, um That was a segue. That was a, that was a transition. Back in the episode. Back in the episode. Um, Let's talk about, also at some point, I want to talk about, um, keep this in your head for later. Do white... One second. Do just load up the okay. uh, hard drive. <laughs> the hard drive is booted. And Johnny's disc is spinning. I don't know, you're solid. You'd be solid state. Yeah, I'm solid state. I'm not a fucking mechanical <laughs> drive. <laughs> <laughs> cassette. <laughs> that, let me load up the, uh, the cassette player. Oh. <laughs> that was it. That's it. That mini it's disc. Really it's really anticlimactic. Now I'm SSD, but it's completely silent. Oh, okay. So it's uh, it's like a. Do you even a get a light? Does a light blink on? Nah, nah. Um, you just know it's on. Well, we don't want a light because that's just like 
it's just a waste of energy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not Formula E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I ain't that, that 70s F1. <laughs> Horrible noise. Down the straight, though, sounds good. Yeah. Um, okay, here's a question. Do white rappers get a harder time in hip-hop because they're white? Oh my, what are you trying to get me dissing? I'm not trying to get you dissing anything. I'm not trying, trying to get people hey, chasing not... me. <laughs> inciting. What, what, are to, what are you trying to incite a riot in Manchester? Incite, incite a riot. I've been thinking um, a riot. Um, we'd, have to come, we'd have to talk about it now, but like maybe at some point. Oh, okay. okay. Just because like... I feel like we should talk about it now. You, you've seen fresh in my head. Okay, I read his reviews. Do you want Basically, to I read the reviews because like, you know, as we do, we kind of go and research the album. Um, I read the reviews for this and the because it's quite mixed. The reviews are quite mixed for um, The Beautiful and Damned. And the bad ones are really bad. They're like pretty scathing. So there's a particular review, the Guardian review, which is written by a woman. Um, and they're like really destructive of the concept. They're basically like, they're like, he's just playing at being a rapper. He doesn't have anything interesting to say. Um, it's all misogynistic. It's like totally leaning into hip hop culture without saying anything new. And it's like, she's basically kind of going like, it's a white boy jumping on the bandwagon. And he's got nothing interesting to say. And I just thought it was interesting because, like, I was trying to like put myself in the shoes and go, like, I think she has some good points. Yeah, I was sort of going like, it is misogynistic. Ha- some of it, yeah, but also like most of hip hop is. But then I was yeah, thinking, true. I was thinking most of hip hop is. But why is he getting special attention for it? And I was going, is it because he's white? And like, like, is there something um, unacceptable about that to us that it's like, uh, like a white a white man saying that is like somehow less palatable because like there's like a weird sort of backwards racism in it that's like uh it's like because she's she was a white woman writing the review and then it's like oh it's like backwards racism that like almost like she's come to expect that a black man or an african-american man might might say those things because that's the world he's grown up in and so that's acceptable but for a white man to do that isn't acceptable, which is it's really tricky because we're getting onto some levels there. Like, but like, it's like the thing that like, you, it, unless you're listening to a J Cole album or maybe a Kendrick album, most hip hop is going to be these that. days yeah. are going to have misogynistic lyrics in it, at least somewhat. And there are tracks on this G Easy album where he's really misogynistic, and it's usually the tracks that are aimed to more the to more like the commercial sale. Yeah, when you get into the tracks that are like. Um, more about a chill, and he's like more self-expressive. Yeah, there's less they're of the that. Yeah, there's yeah, less yeah, yeah. of that, and, and it's I feel more, like they're the better tracks. For they me. are the better tracks. Yeah, they're the tracks. Yeah. The tracks that. But the thing is, the point is that the tracks that get you in are the misogynistic exactly. ones. The tracks that make yeah, you stay yeah, are the yeah. ones where he's being real, exactly talking about his actual relationships yeah, yeah, and how yeah. he's having struggle with fame. And so, you know, it sounds like she hasn't delved deep enough. Deep enough. Um, yeah, yeah, actually hasn't like properly understood. And also, like it's that thing that J Cole says. Um, J. Cole was like on the real, like, um, it's the track, um, the f- I think it's called Intro, the full lot, 985 it's called. Um, I keep coming back to this track because I've been listening to it loads. Um, uh, J. Cole's so good, man. But he like just sums it up for me. Uh, he says, um, uh, fucking, where is it? Uh, uh, he says he's talking about he's talking to this kind of anonymous person that you know we were saying before that he's dissed 
um, but he's never mentioned his name. Um, everyone thinks it might be Little Yachty, but we don't know. And he says, um, but have you ever thought about your impact? These white kids love that you don't give a fuck because that's exactly what's expected when you skin black. They want to see you dab. They want to see you pop a pill. They want to see you tatted from your face to your heels. And somewhere deep down, fuck it, I've got to keep it real. They want to be black and think your song is how it feels. So what you're saying is that this um, this this woman from The Guardian has looked at hip hop and been like, okay, it's fine for for African American artists. To I think she, I think it's unconscious. The... I think it's unconscious. I don't think she's thought that. I think it's just like that's the culture. That's the culture. But yeah. then for a white guy to do it, it's, it's it grinds her gears, and there yeah, has yeah, to yeah. be like um, there has to be repercussions of it. That she's like that she's sort of that's gone such like bullshit though. It's interesting, isn't it? But it's like, and also Jay Cole makes a good point there that he's like. He's, he's like sort of saying this is found what, that this is what white people want you to do yeah and it's interesting that like but when white it's like it's sort of like white on white crime it's like but when white people do it the white people are like oh no you can't do that but what's weird about it is that like actually it's like oh the black people can do it but actually that's super racist because it's going like black people can rap about being drug dealers because that's what we see them as and that's super fucking racist yeah because then you can't pick up on it like in a review or whatever. Yeah. That is never mentioned. Yeah. It, and also because it's like J. Cole's going like, we're more than that. Mm. We're more than just like people who like dab and like so have tattoos play, and don't like... Don't play to that. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, do something different. And yeah. But it's interesting that that woman is like, oh, geez, he doesn't have anything interesting to say. And what she means by that is she's not, he's not doing like, he like, because he's white, he should be saying something else. Yeah. He should be saying something different. He's using these conventional methods. Yeah. And he shouldn't be because yeah. he's white. But then, That's... but by saying that, she's at, the thing she isn't saying is actually super racist. Yeah. By going like, because only black people can talk about being drug dealers <laughs> because that's this, what they are. Uh, it's just like, what's this woman's name? <laughs> You've absolutely called her out here. I have called her she out. Sa- I, I mean, she's from the Guardian. She probably is super racist to be fair. I think it's a double standard. It's such a massive double standard. Like, yeah. it's like, J. Cole's so woke saying stuff like that though. Yeah, like, because he's telling it like it is and he's and he's calling out to like to people of different minorities and being like, fucking wake up, man. He's like, basically being like, if you want to be treated different, act different. Exactly. Exactly. Like you have to change it. You have to change it from like you have to be the change. Yeah. Like the yeah, whole yeah. thing about like racism at the moment in football, like mm. John Barnes said this amazing thing where he was like uh, like you know like Raheem Sterling and um, like all those guys were getting racially abused in Montenegro when they played in Montenegro they played a friendly and everyone was like they were, they were getting racist chants and was it what was this for England yeah yeah, yeah. They, they'd been like racially abused um, so. and ev- yeah and everyone was like oh they should have cancelled the game and they should have done all of this and like John Barnes was like the thing is you can't have a go at like the Montenegro Football Association because until you can't you can't stop racism in football first and then sort out racism in society you have to stop racism in society yeah and then stop it in football but stopping it in football like it's impossible it's like trying to push back the tide like you, you have to do it the other way around yeah. you have to make it unacceptable in society and then people will stop doing it and i was just like boom that's like hit it right on the head but like you can do all this bullshit about like have these programs like kick it out and stuff but like you have to tell people it's wrong in society before you start trying to fucking throw people out of football games because that's like one person in 30,000. Uh, so he gets two stars from The Guardian Whoa. out of five. 
Overwrought. Um, overwrought raps and smug self-love. The title of Jeezy's The Beautiful and the Damned, a reference to F. Scott Fitzgerald's Jazz Age novel, may hint at intellectual depth, but the California rapper's fourth album turns out to be an exercise in dumb self-infatuation. That's the first sentence. Two stars is brutal, though. Uh, Give it at least three. Uh, his slightly reedy voice is either put to the service of Macklemore-esque overwrought emoting or the voguishly staccato, densely rhymed flow of latter-day trap stars. But his take on rap's current go-to themes of drug dependency, joyless sex, and the double-edged sword of success feels stale and smug. His standardised boasts about wealth, fame, and bitches are bereft of the genuine sense of struggle that provides rap with much of its appeal. So that, that sentence there was the one that triggered me uh, so hard. We have hard. to be careful what we say about this. His standardised boasts about wealth, fame and bitches are bereft of the genuine sense of struggle. What does that mean? That means, what she's, like, to me, what she's saying there is like, oh, it's really tricky. Like, it's like, yeah, it's, to me, that's super racist because it's going like, that's what we expect of black people. That they're always struggling and they're always like underdogs. And it's like, what, do they have to be? No, I don't think so. Like, we're in 2019 now. Like, if you want to change the system then stop thinking of these people as underdogs or criminals or like, you know, like when news reports are like um, ex-con saves man from burning building. And it's like, why does he need to be an ex-con? Why can't he be hero? And then you see like the mugshot of an African-American. Why does it have to be his mugshot? Why can't it be a photo of him outside his house or whatever? It's just yeah. so like we're perpetuating a story there. And like you said, like you were saying earlier, it's the media. Mm. It's the media that are to the blame. Like, why does yeah, it always have to be compared? Because everything is for clicks, right? So no one... Yeah. It gets more clicks if you say it's an ex-con because it's like a... It's exactly. It's more of yeah, a story, it's a spicy basically. Story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's perpetuating that thing of like... Like, it's again, going back to J. Cole, he says it. He's like... Is he, does he say it on... I think he says it on Middle Child where he's like... Um, black people are either dumb and criminals or rich and sports stars and musicians there's no in between there's no like you can't just be like a black dad yeah <laughs> or like uh oh fucking hell and it's like it's so true that there's no yeah. in between there's like that's how we like yeah that's very true and and i it's think she's doing boring. that here like, without realizing it by by writing like oh i'm writing something really like witty and and, and scathing of g easy there's actually something really like subconsciously racist about this article and it's funny because it's coming from a left-leaning paper that the guardian is very like liberal but actually it like i think it actually betrays like some subconscious racism like uh yeah the whole thing is probably about 200 words long it's very interesting i mean Two stars is a low review. Um, Definitely, it's very like she she's she's not wrong. It's misogynistic some of it. Um, I picked up on that and I was like wincing a little bit at some of it. Yeah, um, the production's so tight though, and she hasn't commented on any of that stuff. Yeah, um, the production's so good, and the use of the samples are really good. It doesn't feel like a well-rounded review. Yeah, it feels yeah, like yeah. one track has wound her up, and she's been like, "Do you know what? Fuck, Fuck this it, guy. I'm not listening. Fuck yeah, this guy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Quickly that's busted not fair. Through. Like, also, you like, represent a really big and influential news site or paper, yeah. or you're meant to anyway. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. just uh, what you're saying is right, but you can't. You cannot like just yeah round it all up on that into, i heard it as well words. i heard yeah. exactly what he was saying yeah, but then yeah, yeah. but then if you delve a little bit deeper some of it is quite 
he finds sort some of other self-reflective. Yeah. His drug use is like he talks about his drug use quite openly and, and like being sober and like going yeah, between the yeah, two. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, I think if you delve deeper in the Jeezy albums and all of his music anyway, you can find more. When he's not featuring, when it's his own stuff, he is really self-reflective and he he does talk like it. It sounds to me like a guy who's working sort of, out. He doesn't yeah. look like someone. He, his image is really good. He's really attractive looking person, but he looks like he's. If you listen to his music, it sounds like he's going through some shit. Stuff. It sounds like yeah, he's yeah. struggling. Getting it out in the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And but that's like, it's interesting I, that she's like, oh, I see like a pretty boy with a leather jacket, yeah. and I see like that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, and also you can't judge. But she writes like a 200 word review for a 20 track album and gives it two stars. And gives it two stars. So all the twos. So she spent like what is that? <laughs> Ten words per track. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Which is like I, I don't know. I, I like. Your points are valid, but but also but like but also you that like in, a lot yeah, of and that inherent racism that I mm. don't think she's realised that subconscious racism that she's like that's inherent in what the work in the stuff she's written that I'm just like, oh fuck, that's like, where are we at? Where are we at in music where yeah. we're like, um, we're basically kind of going like, hip hop is about drug dealing and being a criminal and like. It's difficult. It's like, how do we move the genre on? Like, how do we... It's interesting. It's a very controversial argument. and But I think she, without realising it, has actually said something like super racist there. Mm. I think you've got a point, to be fair. It's tricky. If she she was to review... uh, I mean, it's not... It's kind of hard because it's in the past. But if she was to review... um, Wu Tang's album. Yeah, would she say the about, same thing? Would she yeah. say the same thing? Would she give that two stars because yeah. there's loads of violence in there and yeah. drug use and and it's all about like it's there's a lot about the, like it's misogynistic, miso- very misogynistic. Yeah. Would she give that? But because it's like dated, would she feel differently? It's interesting, isn't know. it? It's like I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But I just, I just thought that was an interesting like, and reading some of the other reviews that they were like, oh, he's not got much to say. Like he's a kind of like. He's like a more edgy Macklemore, and I'm just like, oh, it's so easy. Like oh, the, we kind of group, yeah, we group all these white <laughs> guys. It's that? interesting that it's like this reverse racism, and I'm yeah. not, I'm not for a minute saying like, oh, white rappers have got it hard. Like that's not what I'm saying. Um, but it's just an interesting, like, a little aside, just to like shine a spotlight on it. That there's like, if you're not Eminem, you're just another white rapper, yeah. and it's like, how do you find your lane? in hip-hop if you've decided this is my path this is my career what am i going to do because like little dicky is doing his own thing which isn't my cup of tea really but it's that kind of yeah, like that geek rap yeah. but he's found his lane that's what he does then you've got like yellow wolf you've got post malone you've got machine gun kelly and they're all trying to find their own lane because you can't be eminem and you can't beat eminem so how do you find your uniqueness and everyone's just like grouping them in the same and like you know we've got like yellow wolf has released that diss track bloody sunday where he comes for all of these guys he comes for g easy comes for post malone comes for machine gun kelly the only person he doesn't diss is eminem because obviously no one disses eminem um but it's interesting that they're all kind of being lumped in the same group but yet are all stylistically really different but it's just like oh, and then the, it's like there's Eminem, then there's all these other white dudes. That no one gives a shit about. Yeah, the thing that links them is the the, the color of their skin. Yeah, which is stupid, really. But it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, but yeah, I just thought I wanted to. I just was like wanted to pose that question to you about it. Um, but anyway, the album itself. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yeah. We've not even. Um, let's do the stats. 
so late in the podcast already. Have we done a have we done a proper intro for it and everything? I think we have. Yeah, we did it. We did it about six years ago. (laughs) (laughs) We did it three podcasts ago. Let's do. Let's do the stats. (laughs) Let's do the stats. Jeezy, the beautiful, and damned. Seventy-four minutes long. Seventy-four minutes twenty-two long. Twenty tracks on it. Quite a big album. It was released December (laughs) fifteenth, twenty seventeen. For fuck's sake. So two years ago now. uh, Fourth studio album from Jeezy. His other albums were. I have them here. um, The Epidemic LP which is 2009, Must Be Nice, which is 2012, These Things Happen, 2014, When It's Dark Out, 2015, and then The Beautiful and Damned. Um, so, yeah, I feel like I feel like he's still quite early in his career. He's still super young. He's only 29. Yeah, and he released this album when he was 27, which uh, he talks about quite a lot in the lyricism of the album. 27 well. Club, yeah, yeah. It's quite, um, quite a reflective year. Definitely. Definitely, as for people artist. generally. Yeah. They say that you're like at your happiest and most contented at 28, mm. especially for men. Oh, really? Yeah, especially for men. Apparently, you like feel like you really know who you are at 28 and you kind of settle into like, oh, yeah, I know what I'm doing and where I'm going. So yeah, like, okay. it's a kind of, he's That's leading up to that. Yeah. Um, very heavy on the features on this album. Cardi B, ASAP Rocky, uh, Kelani, E-40, Charlie Puth. Um, lots of like musicians like singers and and like not just rappers featuring which is cool um and also a massive creative team like huge amount of producers almost like track by track like it's almost like um uh like those kind of drake and kanye albums where there's just like different producers on each track Mm. it's like he's like borrowed that model um loads of mixers loads of writers on the tracks um, there are 17 performers across 20 tracks, which is like, yeah, almost one for every track. My days. Um, there's eight engineers, 20 producers across 20 tracks. So 20 different producers. You know this is the commercial album. You know this yeah, has got some exactly. money behind it. And that's what I was just about to say. Yeah. Like, it's a thoroughly modern hip-hop album. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. in its in its truest form. Like, it's not these, it's not the days of the RZA doing like a 20-track album for Wu-Tang, doing all 20 tracks. It's yeah. like so. Do you think it's overproduced then? Because I mean, um, you, you said that the um, the album beforehand was actually better, which I think I've listened to. I've listened to a lot of the stuff before, and yeah, when it's dark when you, out, yeah, yeah, when it's dark out, and then there's there's the album before. I think these things happen. Yeah. yeah, those those albums I've listened to them just in like parts and the singles on mm, YouTube mm. or whatever and playlists, and some of the tracks are really really good. Yeah. Um, so I think I think you're probably right to be honest. I think he's I think he gets caught. Well, come on to this, but I feel like he gets caught up in like he gets caught in like a no man's land of like, do I go for the full trap drums, um, and then the flows that follow, or do I stay true to what I've done on the last albums? And I feel like he takes sort of like a left turn into some stylistic territory that I'm a bit like I'm not sure this totally like fits you. Mm. Um. It debuted at number three on the Billboard 200, which is pretty good considering. Yeah, that's not bad. Considering he's not, I feel like he's not. I feel like he's a mid-tier rapper. I don't feel like he's one of the greats. Yeah, I feel like he's yeah, on. He's yeah. on the level with like Logic. Yeah, you know, like yeah, he toured yeah, with yeah. Logic, and like I feel like he's on that level. So to peak at number three is pretty good. It's not like a Drake. Um, it had 122,000 um, first day sales, and it peaked. It actually, um, it debuted at number three, but it peaked at number one. Ooh, okay. so nice. yeah, he did alright um, 
Certified platinum in the US. Pretty decent. Um, yeah, it's 74 minutes long. It's a long album. Um, and he released three singles from the album, uh, but he released them prior to the album actually being released, which is like, I think also marks a very modern way of releasing music that it's like, we'll like drip feed the singles before we actually put the album out. Yeah. That's what, uh, Post Malone did that with. Exactly. With his, uh, Beer bongs and Bentley. And do you think, um, bringing out psycho and shit. Yeah. Uh, we turn on savage and stuff just way before the album dropped. So those tracks dropped like last, yeah, uh, last November, yeah. in like 2017 in the no, in November, I think. And then the album actually dropped around like February. Yeah. And everyone was like, he, he, he like hyped it up and was like, it's going to come out in December. And then Pushed it ended back. up dropping yeah. in like February or uh, March, some shit. So, yeah. and I think, um, I feel like Middle Child is probably going to feature on J. Cole's album. Yeah. It's but, got to, man. But, and so he's released when it. When did he release it? January? Uh, yeah. 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 And so like the album's probably not going to come out until autumn. If it, if it comes out this year, summer or autumn, I think. I think I think g is coming out with an album this summer. Ooh, In... Going head to head with J. Cole. Mm. Well, I mean, he, he can't compete with J. Cole. Yeah. Uh, but he says in, I think it's, is it is it the West Coast track with Blueface? Mm-hmm. He says something like coming this summer or reference to like a, a new something. some new material. Something's coming this summer. But yeah, I assume yeah. it's an album drop considering the it's been if you look at these his timeline, he's dropped an album it's every, like two every year or every, every two year. Years. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and the last album that dropped was 2017. So I assume this summer G's is coming with a brand new album. And hopefully it's good. We'll see. Yeah. I, I really like this album. I've been so. just to see what he's like pushed on, how he's pushed on. Yeah. Um Hopefully it's not 20 tracks long. I think it's too long. I don't mm. think it works. Like, there's so much filler on this album. Yeah, um, there is, actually. But yeah, um, so he releases the singles No Limit, which is like the big collab. It's the big, like, commercial... Uh, yeah, it's the Cardi B, it's the ASAP Rocky. Um, Him and I, which I say is like... It's like... It's the most white hip-hop single. Do you know what I mean? It's got, like... That like folky chorus with um, what's her name? Halsey. Halsey. I keep want to say Halsey. 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 And did he was he with her for a bit? Yeah. Is they he still s- with her? They split up now. That's a shame. And um, and when they split up, <laughs> and then, uh, so he was going for what I think is his best look, and he looks really good. He looks like a the Hollywood James movie star. Yeah, the, the James 60, Dean look. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was going for the James Dean look, and I think that's um, he describes it black on black with hair slicked back is his description. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's him having black a black leather jacket uh, with his hair black and it's slicked back, which yeah. he looks sick to be fair. But then he broke up with Halsey or she broke up with him or whatever happened. And he, and he got dreads. Like he had a, <laughs> <laughs> he went for post. Big Malone. afro. He yeah. got, um, so tired or whatever under his eyes tattooed. Uh, now he, he, <laughs> he got his hair dyed and he started spiking dyed it what? up. Like blonde, I think. Uh. So he did it. He did it. He recently, geez, he did a Puma commercial, which obviously paid very well. But he's had a, a look change. Like, usually if you go through a breakup, you want to change something about yourself. And I think he's gone too far. I think he the, he looked the best when he had his hair slicked back. But Oh, yeah, that blonde look's not good. No. Look at that. He's got his hair stuck up like a fucking Sonic Hedgehog. This is the 2019 Grammys. So now he's got, like, little, like... He's, I, I feel like he's let it grow out. Yeah, he's let it, like, grow out. Yeah, he's like his manager. Maybe his manager was like, "What happened to the the slick back stuff?" Because because that was good. That was good. Let's get back on that. Let's get back on that. You look fit on that. I mean, I mean, you. Look, I mean, I mean uh, what? 
I didn't say fit. I meant good. Uh, I meant stylish. Sorry. I hate that. That um, what's this? Because women, women, women as a group can appreciate an attractive woman, but men and can't appreciate an attractive no, man. That's gay. Fucking, you gay. fucking gay. You gay. No homo. You fucking gay. <laughs> you gay. What? Did you say he was fit? You gay. You Did you say he was attractive? Gay. You fucking gay. What do you want to do? Touch his cock? What you think Leonardo DiCaprio is good because he's attractive? You fucking gay? You gay? What? You, you just want to? You yeah? Go bumming then? Yeah. So fucking. Why don't you just go and marry DiCaprio I then? I yeah. hate that. It makes you look way more insecure about your sexuality as a person, anyway. Yeah. Just if I can appreciate that he's attractive, yeah. I'm not attracted to him. But... Yeah. It just go like he is like a good-looking man. There's nothing yeah, wrong with yeah, that. Yeah. So we've got three singles that were released. No Limit, which is the big boy collab with like ASAP Rocky and Cardi B. We've got Him and I, which is Halsey, which is like kind of the commercial hit. Yeah. And then Sober, which is the third the third one, which is like, I feel like the most... It's the, it's, the, it's the most G-Easy of them all, I think. I haven't picked either of the, any of those tracks. It's interesting, isn't it? Like, I don't think I picked any of them. Where's Easy? Where's Leviathan? Yeah, Leviathan's a great track. Um, we'll come on to that later. Um, so, The Beautiful and Damned. Um, it's the same title as an F. Scott Fitzgerald book of the same name. Um, so, obviously, he wrote Great Gatsby. Um, I think uh, The Beautiful and Damned was before Great Gatsby. Um, but it's about, like, 1910s America. It's like jazz era. It's all about excess. It's all about this guy who strives to be something more and is like a socialite he's a social climber and he wants to like um as i understand it i haven't read the book um because i didn't have time to read a novel in a week sadly next time i will next <laughs> time I will. Right. um but yeah like he tries to like as i understand it in the from the synopsis he tries to like um he's like he wants something more like he's like is this all life is is this all is this all that there is for me um, and he's like in this hedonistic lifestyle and he falls in love with this woman called Zelda. Um, and like, oh no, 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 it's, it's someone different, but it's based on, it's based on Zelda Fitzgerald who like, who F. Scott Fitzgerald married. Um, and he's kind of like, what else is there? He's like seeking something more. And I think there's something in that, in this album. I don't think it's like, I don't think it's directly inspired by, but I think maybe he like read the book or like he got some flavor of it in, in the tracks, mm. um, which is pretty cool. Like that he's, it's like a jump off point. Um, yeah. It's a nice reference. Yeah. So he's like, uh, so he signed to RCA records and I think this is the first RCA records album. Uh, so like he's got some other stable mates from RCA ASAP Rocky, Khaled, Pitbull, T-Pain, uh, Zayn, Zayn Malik, good time. Um, so I think that might be why ASAP maybe did a feature mm. because like, you know, it's like, oh, we'll do like, we'll do you a favor. We'll get you on, we'll get you a feature with ASAP Rocky. Um, and to be fair, that track is good. It's like a club track, but it's decent. The video is absolutely disgusting though. Have you seen it? I don't think I've seen it. I'm not about it. I'm not about that track at all. I don't like. I've I've not picked out No Limit as a track. I but picked, then, but that's I picked why. it out. But then I picked it out because I think it was like a commercial hit. But actually, oh, you picked that. Yeah. But I feel like I could switch it out for Leviathan. Yeah, I really like. That. In terms of musically, would you, you have you not picked out Easy? I love Easy. <sighs> the final track on the album. Yeah. Yeah. I pick three. 
So my fourth would have probably been easy. Because oh, okay, also yeah. Sun Lux is amazing. I love Sun, Sun Lux. Lux. That, that fucking, that sample is the best. Have I you listened to that album? Sample. The Sun Lux album that that's I on. Haven't, I've, I've listened to it. It's amazing. Off the, off the back of the Jeezy sample, yeah. I delve deeper, which is very rare for me. If I listen to some hip hop, I very rarely look into the samples. The samples yeah. But off the back of the easy sample from Sun Lux. Because also, so I last, last year I went home and I actually showed my older brother this, which usually, from previous episodes, if you've listened to them, um, my older brother is my main influence for hip-hop, so yeah. I showed him Jeezy and introduced him to it, and all Christmas we were sort of listening to it, uh, and then he ended up going watching Jeezy with his mate in Manchester. Really? He's seen, Apparently yeah, Jeezy yeah. is amazing live. Uh, yeah, my brother said he was sick. My brother, so all, like, all I've read about, like, so I read, like, uh, I, I read this big long subreddit on on reddit that was like is Jeezy one of the most overrated rappers in hip hop and He's i was not like rated over here but maybe he is in america yeah and i was like this is really interesting and i started reading through it and then like obviously there were like standard reddit haters being mm. like he's bullshit but then there was this guy who was like what you can say what you like about his albums but i went to see him live and he was phenomenal like he was amazing knew how to hype a crowd absolutely killed played him. the bangers and yeah. like it's what we wanted yeah. like and and the thing is, like, the thing is, Jeezy, I don't think, has ever said that he's anything different. So Jeezy talks about all the time. We've referenced it in other episodes. Jeezy all the time is like, all I'm trying to do is get a loyal fan base to tour to. That's all I care about. Like, and it's the same, like, say it's like 30,000 followers. And I just tour around America to them. That's all I want. Mm. And I just keep getting paid, put out that stuff that they like and just keep touring to them. And I'd say fair fuck because like, that's how the music system is now. That's how the music industry is. It's not about like, you know, the global superstar is dead. Like the Freddie Mercury's and the, like they're dead. They don't, yeah. ex it doesn't exist Jackson, anymore. The yeah. Elvis, they're all gone. It doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Like it's now all like, sort of like, uh, like mid to top tier artists all like, it's like J Cole says, like you have multiple Kings. Like you can have Drake, you can have J Cole, you can have Kendrick, all in the same. Like all, there's no top spot anymore. Yeah, there doesn't. It's not a thing. Doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Because so I, I kind of they're all in different lanes anyway. Exactly. And so I kind of enjoy that Jeezy is at least admitting that and being like, look, I'm not trying to say I'm the best rapper out there. I'm just trying to like speak to these people who are my people, and I'll just tour to them. That's my thing. And I'm like, fair enough, man. Like if you've got your live act down. I think if he if he comes back to Manchester, we would we should one hundred percent go and watch. Definitely, it. yeah, definitely. That's a really interesting story about RCA. Hmm. It's a little bit of a segue, but whilst I was researching the, the, RCA Records, uh, the, the record yeah, company, yeah, yeah. So this will probably get cut, but in the early nineteen sixties, RCA demolished their warehouse in Camden in America. So. RCA in the 60s held four floors worth of catalogs and masters. Uh, they were really, they were like really, really old, like pre-tape, um, like wax and metal discs. Uh, there were some test pressings, rehearsal recordings, like a whole bunch of stuff. And then they were like, um, we don't need this warehouse anymore. It's got a bunch of shit in it. We're going to get rid of it. Uh, so they save all the, what they class as like inverted commas, the important masters. Uh, and then... <laughs> Uh, basically, they demolished the building. A few days before, they got a bunch of collectors in and they said, anything you can carry in your own hands is yours to keep. So they get all these collectors in, search all the stuff, go, oh, that's like a rare 
fucking like da 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 da. I'll take that with me. After those collectors had come, they demolished the building. They dynamited it, and the RCA executives watched from a bridge. They demolished it with all of the masters inside. So all of that stuff that wasn't taken by the collectors, oh they blew it up, and it's all lost. All of that music, lost, gone. Why? I don't know. Think about all the lost music that was in there. Like, imagine now if you were like, oh, these Arctic Monkeys rehearsal recordings, we blew them up. Can't get them anymore, we blew them up. That's Why? Oh, because it, because the building like... was the building was like it was costing us too much rent, so we just we just <laughs> like like that's like going like Amazon blew up a warehouse with all the stuff inside it. <laughs> <laughs> all of those plushy toys. What? All of those Alexas. We just blew up six thousand electra- uh, Alexas because we just didn't need them anymore. Can you imagine like being an executive stood on the bridge, knowing there was like archived music in there? thousands of pressings and recordings just sat in there blown up gone and then they and they bulldozed it so they came in bulldozed it raised it made it flat again that was it done that is mental so somewhere in camden in the like layers of sediment are like recordings of music is that where they're based in camden no camden in america i don't know i don't know exactly where it is but like yeah it's a place called Camden. I was say. Like in like, can you imagine? Like all these American artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these American artists signing with um, a London-based yeah. uh, music uh, label. But how mad is that? <laughs> little segue. Little segue. Small story. Yeah. But like, I, that just blew my mind when I was reading about it. I was just like, Yeah, why did you do that? Fucking hell. That's the sixties, though. Yeah. When they're like, fuck it. The generation after this will worry about that. Yeah, but it's way. <sighs> Fuck sake! I guess these days everything is like digitalized, so everything's exactly on the you can afford to. You keep can't it. bulldoze the internet. Yeah, and also like <laughs> I guess like the like storing stuff, you don't need physical space anymore. Yeah. You can just be like, yeah, 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 we'll yeah. put that in the filing cabinet on the internet, yeah. which is like vast and kind of limitless. Exactly. Yeah. But still, like I feel like they could have found a home for that stuff. But anyway, yeah, for God's sake! Imagine all those tons, that tons of material that's just been like bulldozed. So somewhere in Camden, yeah, there's like a sediment layer of like record smashed up recording, <laughs> which is just really interesting. Um, so that's a little segue about RCA. Jeezy grew up in North Oakland, which is uh, California. Uh, he when he was very young, I think first grade. Uh, when I was in first grade, I thought I was gay. Um, absolute Mac Laymore. That absolute Mac Laymore. Um, his mum left his dad. So his dad was a professor at the University of California. He was a professor of arts. He was an associate professor, I think. Um, so they split up and he was raised by his grandparents. He went to live with his grandparents and he and he kind of lived there. Then they moved to, yeah, they, they they were somewhere else in California. I think they they moved to North Oakland, so he spent most of his time there. But he went to school in in Berkeley. So he went to Berkeley High School, uh, which has a lot of like famous, there's like loads of famous artists and writers and filmmakers and musicians. And it's like, it's like a whole, it's like the only public school in, in that area in Berkeley. So he went there. Um, I feel like, I think, relating back to what we were saying about that review that was kind of like, he's got nothing new to say about hip-hop. He is still that story that we always tell on this podcast about it seems that like each person has a new way to do business in hip-hop. 
And he is one of those stories of like, he hustled. He hustled and he grew his audience base from like the early 2000s through like mixtapes. He released them on his own website. He had a MySpace page back when MySpace was a thing. And he's putting out, he was like banging out material the whole time. And I think he grew his fan base from there. And these people have been loyal and followed him. So like, you can say what you like about his music, but like, if you build your fan base, then fair play to you. Like, if you carry them with you for, for like 10 years, they're staying for a reason. Like they're not, do you know what I mean, they wouldn't stay. If they thought the music was shit, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be bothered. And he's been through some stylistic shifts in his career. Like, you know, like back in like 2010 and he's wearing, you know, um, the brand, the hundreds. Mm-hmm. He's like wearing all the hundred stuff and he's got snapbacks on. And he's like, he's not doing that now. He's totally different, like rebranded completely. And those people are still with him. So there's something that's keeping them there no matter what this guardian reviewer says do you know what I mean so um he tours relentlessly from like 2012 onwards so that first um so must be nice which is like sort of the first proper album he just like starts touring relentlessly um he co-headlines the endless summer tour with logic and that's like one of the biggest tours that they do um which must have been an amazing tour Imagine Logic and G-Eazy. That's pretty cool. Mm. Like two for the price of one. Do you know what I mean? Like Logic's decent at that. And, and he's still like, he's on that come up at that point. Yeah, We're talking so, like 2014. Yeah. So is G-Eazy way, like, yeah, way yeah. on his come up. You got These Things Happen is released. Then When It's Dark Out is 2015. So they're probably like 2014, 2015 on that tour. Um, that would have been a really good time. Um, I feel like he makes really smart commercial moves. Whether you like what he's doing or not, as a businessman, he makes like really smart moves. So he, 2016, he confirms that he's doing a feature on Britney Spears' single, Make Me. And like, regardless of whether you think it's a good move musically or not, that's making you money. I don't know this song at all. I have never heard this I mean, this I'm not track. like a Britney fan, but like. Okay, get her off. Okay, we're skipping to the feature. Yeah, she's okay. fucking... It's the same thing, isn't it? It's not good, is it? No. I don't care if it's a random person or the biggest star. Out in Vegas or a little bar. It's really not a difference if it's near or far. Listen, here we are. I need you. Is that her in that? Yeah. That's a body double. Back and forth like this is all tennis. I'm all jealous. I know it is her. See, I can tell that you're a dangerous woman. That means you're speaking my language. Come on, now follow me. Let's go. Like Penelope he's not here well, he's not in the video at all they just like filmed his bit separately it's like he's done an ASAP Rocky yeah. on her track they're like Britney we got this guy who's on the call this is a fucking shocking it's awful, track. Isn't it? I mean, this and also to be fair, his bar, shock. his bars there weren't nah, exactly. They, were they weren't shit. nothing to write him about, were they? Mate, get this off. I've never heard it before. We don't want to hear it again. It's fucking shit. I'm giving that. that I'm giving that. That's uh, a three. Uh, I was going to give it a one out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> My <laughs> day. I'm giving it a one. That was shit. It's not even vintage, Britney. That's um, fucking appalling. But he's making the money moves there. I mean, do yeah. you reckon he got paid well off that? Yeah, it's got less. It's got less views than No Limit, which only came a year later. 
Yeah, he's on the come up. To be fair, yeah, yeah, they're like, look, you can't blame. And also, I suppose like it's exposure, isn't it? Even if it doesn't make money, it's exposure. Yeah. It's like, G, it's like let's show G easy to a bunch of people who probably wouldn't listen to his music otherwise. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. that clever. It's that clever like marketing hype. Um, so he does that in 2016. Uh, in 2017, he releases Good Life, which is just before the album drops. So it's like six months before the album drops. So Good Life features on Fast and the Furious 8, which is the fate of the Furious, which I think is the one... Yeah, it's the Paul Walker. It's the Paul Walker one. And I think it's the one that is at the end of the film where they're all on the beach like... I haven't seen the film. At the end. But describe it. So no spoilers, but at the end. <laughs> at the end. <laughs> Last scene. Last scene. Paul Walker's died. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> Paul, Paul Walker's brother has been in most of the film. Uh, and they're like... you know, sometimes Yeah, yeah, they used them. Yeah, so they're like, you know, sometimes... You just gotta let life take its course, and sometimes people die, and you and just gotta sometimes <laughs> we gotta make a lot of money off the death of somebody who's died. Sometimes we need to get our paychecks. Sometimes somebody dies, and we think, "Kaching, we gotta get that money, boy." We think this film was probably gonna bomb, but thank God it died, so we can sell it on. <laughs> Sometimes we make a franchise of films and then an actor dies halfway through and it reinvents the series. Sometimes we make a lot of money off the death of somebody else. Sometimes Fast and Furious 8. <laughs> That's exactly, that is exactly what happens. Um, Kalani and Jeezy. Yeah. Okay, Kalani and Kalani's Jeezy. on the way up as well. Yeah, so we got... Oh, Vin Diesel's fucking with a baby. Yeah, he's definitely look not. Look how much he's tense in there, <laughs> getting that bicep. Yeah, he's like me. If I was in a film, yeah, I'd do it as well. With the, yeah, if but you'd be alright because you've got rock. actual biceps. I've got no biceps. <laughs> I've got that sick like I've got that like four inch bicep. Yeah, but they all get the pump before on though. You do though. Synthol. Nah, but like they do a few reps before on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couple of like chin ups. It's bullshit. Look at that CGI building. Yo, what we're on the top that? of a building, y'all. Yeah, this is Jeezy rapping about being on top of a building. That's the worst CGI. It's awful, isn't it? Why have they done that? Just get a drone. Just get a real fucking... Yeah. yeah. Just get a drone. They've done some weird like edit there where there's like, and now we cut to the chopper shot. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Why it was a mismatch. That? Yeah, yeah. And Jeezy's on this track. Yeah. Sounds alright. And this is Kalani and Jeezy. Yeah. And here comes Jeezy. Kalani, I got you. This is he's good at samples. Uh features to Yeah. To good feature artist. And he's got that he's got that credits. He's got the credit song, which is always mm. a good time. Because yeah. it's the last thing that people leave with. And they go they go like, what's that? Who's that guy? What's that? That track was decent, what is it? I mean very controversial. But Paul Walker wasn't really He wasn't really that. What are you saying about Paul Walker? Oh fuck. Uh it's just like You better be careful, mate, because I'm a big Paul Walker fan. He's, uh he deserves like six Oscars and uh <laughs> Um, <laughs> he wasn't that well known. Do you know what? Vin Diesel's okay. a better star than Paul Walker Agreed. ever was he wasn't, before he died. He wasn't well known. Come on. But. Look at. But, look at, but, 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 but. I watched it because I was like, who the fuck's Paul Walker? Why does anyone care? But then I watched an interview with him. 
And basically he was like, acting is very silly. And like, I don't want to be a megastar. Like, it's like he, he had like an epiphany partway through. I think he like went into rehab and stuff and partway through like the, the franchise. And then he went, what I'm going to do is instead is I'm going to make these shit films and I'm going to give loads of the money to charity. Oh, fair. And he started his like Paul Walker Foundation and yeah. it was all like that's to give really, money to that's charity. Really, really good. That he was like, acting is very silly. Being a superstar is very silly. Yeah. Like, and I could, I've got like a platform to help I mean, people. Yeah. The thing with Paul Walker is he was like blessed with insane genetics. <laughs> yeah. The guy looks yeah. like his face is so well constructed. If you made and his, his, and face his brother his... got like the raw end of the deal. Oh, really? Yeah. His brother is like the monkey brother. He's like, his I'll show face you some photos is, in a minute. His <laughs> face is so chiseled or Paul, Paul Walker's face was so chiseled and he's like had some amazing set of eyes. But yeah. I feel like in terms of acting talent, he wasn't anything. And then nah. he died. And, then and I think like, he knew it. I think he, got, he knew he wasn't that yeah, good. And I think fair. he was like, I've been in this weird series that's just like taken off and yeah. become a thing. And now like, what can I do with, with the platform? And ended to up be like... To fair, him giving to charity and shit, that's amazing. To, yeah. Like, what, what, like, recognising that and being woke about that is really good. Exactly. So this is the very like ending of the film. So this is his brother, yeah, buddy. but like CGI. Duty calls. It does. What CGI mixed with Paul Walker? Yeah. Here we go. Because the sun is out, you know, yeah. I'm medium rare, but I can get like well done, it's like really dark. What you nudging me for? Close your mouth for two seconds. It's ludicrous. Open your eyes. That's where he belongs. Home. So this was after he died. They filmed this after he died. Things are gonna be different now. For the next few films in the franchise. We ain't stopping that money train. (laughs) (laughs) What a strange place to be for an actor though, like to watch your friend like it's like your brother's... It's like your friend's brother yeah. being him. That must be so weird. Yeah. Getting tense in there. Got Vin yeah. Diesel tense in. Done a couple of chin-ups. <laughs> oh, yeah. You aren't going to say goodbye? Oh, that's Khaleesi. Yeah. Wait, not Khaleesi. Not Khaleesi, uh, yeah. Khaleesi's, yeah. like, assistant. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a lot... Can I do the vocals for this? Uh, yeah, of course you can. When it drops in. It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'm telling you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from where we began. Tell you I feel like they've, they've used the same bit of footage about six times again, there. When I see you again. Hey. I'm waiting for the bit. Paul Walker, who knew? Hey. What was he? <laughs> Paul Walker, who knew? <laughs> We're keeping that in. Please cut that out. Nah, I've just fucked my headphones as well. What's happened? There we go. Wait. Long way. Without you, my friend. 
I came up on Fast and Furious 1 and 2, to be fair. As a yeah. fan of, like, racing, I so, remember loving it. It's such an ugly... They fucking ruined that car. Wait, that's is that the CGI. Walker? No, it's his brother. And then they've CGI'd his face. Oh, that's bad. You can tell it's CGI. When you see it, when you see it paused, but like in the film, it just like goes, it's like uh, blinking, you miss it. But also, it's bad. Yeah. Because he's not looking at him. That's pretty good though. Although I think that's his brother with like some slight touch-ups, mm. like CGI touch-ups, but it's still pretty good. Like, you can sort of tell, but for like for a close-up, yeah, it's not bad, is it? I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time. It's raspy, boy. Yeah, I think that's why we were brothers. Because you did too. <laughs> this is pretty cool. They do like a recap of all the other films. And also, I remember him saying that he was like, I'm just gonna ride this wave because it means I can keep like doing more work for Paul charity. Walker, yeah. yeah, he was like, I'm just gonna keep doing these films. No matter where you are. Do you know what? Like, when I watched this in the, I went to see it at the cinema because I was like, Paul Walker's died. And when I watched it, like, I cried. It like it got me. It got like a tear mm. out of me. It mm. like sucked a tear out. That's fair. I haven't given it a chance to be fair. I haven't so watched I should, the rest of them. I should watch. Yeah, it like since then I've been like franchise is dead. Yeah. And the way that they were like, oh, we're just gonna keep milk. It just Elba's in the newest one. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> He's got like a flamethrower. And a right for myself, no ghosty. Um, <laughs> That's a track. That, that is, a track. is a that is an amazing track to be fair. Um, we gonna get some water. The watery boy. The watery boy. It's the watery boy. How old is Vin Diesel? 56. 56 to my guess. 56? Can you Google it? Alright. You said 56. You're not far. 51. Ooh, about five years. Oof. Got three children. He was... Um, Vin Diesel started off as a struggling actor. Yeah, he was a dancer for a bit, wasn't he? he? Oh, really? Yeah, he was a breakout... He's a, a breakout dancer? Uh, <laughs> a break dancer for Break a dancer? Um, <laughs> He's in vacancy. <laughs> Just... <laughs> <laughs> dancing he used to like dance for our company that we work for um, <laughs> company. he wrote his own stuff uh, filmed his own indie films did and he then write he got... Fast and the Furious uh, nah oh, that's a shame yeah that would be a great story yeah he wrote his own stuff um, because there was no uh, jobs for a muscly bald guy in like his 20s or whatever that's so. bonkers isn't it because like fast forward to now that's all there is <laughs> <laughs> Jobs for muscly boys. <laughs> <laughs> they know thin boys. They know jobs for thin boys. Nah. Unless you look like a woman, and then you're fine. <laughs> oh my <What>? god. <laughs> We're gonna cut that. <laughs> yeah. Um Hey! Hey, we're back. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is your host. 
Hey, hey, hey. It's too easy. I want to do a bit about my brother, Paul Walker. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's clap back in. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to do a shout out to my boy, Paul Walker. <laughs> <laughs> let's clap back in. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're back in, we're back in. Oh, we're back okay, in. We're, back. we're keeping say. that. Oh, we're keeping it, yeah, yeah. Ooh, um Okay, so, Jeezy, raised by his grandparents. Jeezy. He hustles, he grows his audience, MySpace. Back in the day, MySpace was a fucking great thing. I used to love MySpace. That was a good time. Yeah. Back when no one knew what the internet was for properly. Uh, he does the single with Britney Spears. We've heard it. It was garbage. Piece we're not shit. sure about Piece that. Piece of shit. Um, he then does Good Life, which features on Fast and Furious, Fate of the Furious, also known as Fast and the Furious 8, um, which is just before, it's like six months before um, uh, fucking Beautiful. <laughs> I can't beautiful remember the name now. The Beautiful uh, and Damned. The Damned or the Beautiful? The Damned, Damn Beautiful Damn. Um, so I feel like, obviously, that was like him and his management going, let's do a track now get it hyped, drop the album. So I'm like in the public high. Obviously just released a map, like that's a massive, massive like film to be released. Right, I've got like, so that's, that's, that's summer, May. And then in December, we're going to release the album. So it's like feeding you in to, to that. Um, also that feature, I've I just got to like come in with like recently, that feature with Blueface. What's going on? Why is Blueface getting so much traction at the moment? Because he's shit. He's shit, right? Are we wrong? Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram. Like, me and Johnny both think Blueface is shit, but he seems to be everywhere at the moment. Because if you look, like, the amount of artists trying to make it in hip-hop, how the hell has that guy been given any platform? Yeah. I don't get it. I do not get it it's at fucking all. fucking awful. Blueface, baby. That's, his, that's his catch line. That Thotiana track is oh. the most ridiculous thing ever pisses me off every time I hear it. <sighs> Jeez, he's good on that feature, though. I don't know. On West Coast? Yeah, I think it's his track. It is his track. Six million ways to mob. Choose one. Hey. Good beat. Oh, the beat's fucking so yeah. tight. It always is, though. Yeah. He's so much better. He does than talk about face. millions a lot. Yeah. yeah, but, but that's because he likes that sound, like the mere fear. Yeah, like, I his, think it just fits with. Yeah, his flow is way better than Blueface. Blueface is fucking garbage, man. Like, it sounds like he's rushing everything. Hey, Blueface. Blueface, just take it easy for a second, mate. Just what? we got a, so that the thing you can hear in your in your headphones is a click track. So when you hear the like blip, blop, 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 blip, so that 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 high pitch one, that's the beginning of the bar. So if you just if you just keep keep an ear out for that whilst you're doing your lyrics, that'll keep you on beat. And then like what we can that way, it's gonna sound like it should. Just don't mm. rush it, mate. Can I just pitch in there? Um, yeah, go on. What we're thinking, Blueface, is that um, maybe... We haven't really spoke about this before, but maybe you just stay on beat. Yeah, I think what my colleague Johnny's trying to say is Sorry. just <clears throat> just, just stay relaxed. 
Just just go with the flow. Stay well, relaxed. Just it, maybe listen, just... this is this is take number five. So it's fine. We just we've got loads of time. Got loads of time in the booth. Jeezy's not coming in until later. So we're just gonna like take it nice and easy. We're just gonna we're just gonna punch in these lyrics. Stay on the beat. Okay. Stay on the beat. Let's go for a take. <laughs> Okay, Blueface. So we're that, gonna wrap. Let's just fucking wrap. Yeah, it. that's it. We've got to take um, there. That's perfect. That's time, really good, mate. What time's Jeezy getting? He's getting probably about ten minutes. Hopefully, he can fucking save this trap, man. Let's just make. Let's just make Blueface a cup of tea. Let's, let's just, just sit him down let's and then yeah, let's get him out of the game. That's it, Blueface. Thanks, Blueface. Thanks, mate. Yeah, you can pop Brilliant. out now. Yeah, you can pop out Great now. To see good, you today. good stuff, mate. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> That's what happened. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, man. Fuck that guy. Do you know what? It probably didn't though. They probably went like, "This is fire. This, this is this is the new face of hip hop." Exactly. Fucking hell. So yeah, he did that. That's 2019. So we know there's a new album coming. Hopefully, it's not full of that shit. Mm. Um, but we'll remain to be seen. Um, let's talk about the beautiful and damned. Um, he described it as a two disc concept album. Uh, I don't think it was it on two discs. Was it even released as a CD? Nah. Do we even release CDs anymore? Nah, that's <laughs> nah. a waste of money. That's a waste it's of a money. Waste of distribution. Um, so he released that uh, on what Spotify. Oh, fuck am I talking about? Ah, yeah, let's go back here in the um, notes. I've got to go fuck them back. Um, I fucking missed the whole page of shit. Let's go back and let's fuck do some notes. Let's go back. We've not done the statistics. I've a fucking we don't know statistics we don't know stats oh, I don't even remember that um, oh of course of course it went like fucking third and then it went to first a periodically a fucking, I remember yeah, now that's I remember yeah, it peaked at number one yeah but it fucking, I remember yeah. I remember um, so ugh, gonna have to fucking chop this about this yeah, is a nightmare sorry, sorry, nah, sorry. that's my fault um, he started out as a record producer oh, before I he was an artist I didn't know yeah, that yeah 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 um, Raised by a single mother, we talked about that. Um, he gained a lot of notice, like a lot of attention and traction by opening for other artists. So he opened for Drake, Lil Wayne, Lupe Fiasco and Snoop Dogg. Oh my days. That's pretty decent. That's some big eyes. So his manager has done a good job there. And I think it might have been that like when they were in San Francisco or like California. Yeah he would then like, it would be like, oh, we've got this like local artist. Yeah, but usually, I mean, what do you mean before the actual featured? Yeah, before um, before he like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. like Before the featured um, backup artist or whatever it's called. Yeah, so he didn't tour so with they, them, but he'd yeah, do like a couple of nights yeah, like, yeah, oh, okay. while you're in California, yeah, we've, we've got, got, got Jeezy. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and it's interesting seeing like, We've t- touched on this before, but the aesthetic change. So from 2010, when he's like wearing snapbacks, and now he's like leather jackets, black shirts, the tight jeans, the DMs, the slip back hair. Um, yeah, and he said this thing in 2010. I read this interview with him, and he said a really interesting thing, which I was like, like if whether you rate his music or not, he's obviously a smart guy. And he said... Um, he was aware even then, like this is nine years ago and he's aware of how music is changing. So he says, back in the day, music and hip hop used to be, uh, you go on tour to support the record and now it's, you give away the record to support the tour. Mm. And that shows like right from the off that he's like, all I need to do is get, I need to get content so I can tour. 
And that shows like a real like foresight because music was changing and it was becoming streams. But even in 2010, people were still buying music. Like, it, but it, we were in that like crossover period where now it's just all like no one's buying physical copies. And if you are, like, I mean, you're propping up HMV basically because yeah. no one's buying physical CDs. Yeah, it's all about that subscription based music. Listening. Exactly. That gives. The artists barely any profit. Yeah, whatsoever. so they've got to do it through tour, yeah. through merch, through other ways. Um, so the album was so the like the cover art was released a month before they dropped the album, and they also released a short film, which was like preceded preceded the album. So it's direct. So the the album art and the short film was directed by a guy called Bobby Brudeler, I think that's his name, or Brudelay. Brudel, someone can correct me on that. Um, <laughs> so he did the album artwork. He launched a short film, and he's done everything. So like, I think bef- way before this album, like we're talking like like fucking way back, um, they started working. So they met in 2011, and they met via some mutual friends at Mardi Gras. They went to Mardi Gras and they met, and then like they got on really well. And then uh, Bobby Brudelay snapped a couple of shots of GEZ and that was it. They were like, we got re- we got on really well. And so now he documents everything. So all the photos, all the, the tour stuff, all the videos, they're all done by that guy. So like, it's like GEZ seeing someone else who like vibes with his aesthetic and being like, this is what we're going to do. Mm. And you see that a lot with like Chance. You see that with like Kanye, like they'll find a, someone who's like on the same wavelength and then build that aesthetic. Yeah towards like going like you know like how um chance had the same the artist artists, doing the yeah, artwork yeah, yeah, yeah exactly same thing um chicago based artist exactly it's yeah. really savvy so he's done like the album artwork he's done all the tours um and that was i think that was when he was unsigned as well mm. so even like he's still building his team at that point um and then like we fast forward we get to the album finally um this two disc concept and he's got this idea of like two different characters throughout the the lyrics that he's got Gerald that he talks about and then he's got G Easy and that they're like almost like a sort of um like Marshall and Slim Shady that like one is the like rock and roll guy who will like fuck everything up. And then you've got the other guy who's like the honest persona who's like, I just wanna talk about me and like and so it's like there's the two people who are like facing off against each other yeah, on what, the album. What's the music video where I can't remember. He's like basically arguing with himself. Have you seen that one? Yeah. Um, fucking hair. What's it called? I always skip it because it's really cringy. But uh, if you just put in GZ, it'll come up. I think it might be the one with Hall. Nah, it's not the one with Hall. Nah, it's not that one. I think it's me, myself, and I, to be honest. Yeah, it is. It is that one. He's like arguing with himself. I'm finally home. It's my day. Like, oh, it's just me, myself, and I. Oh, yeah, there's like two of him. Yeah. There's one a bit when he's in the mirror there. It's another night of turn up. Whoa. It's just me, myself, and I. Solo ride until I die. Cause I got me for life. Yeah. 
It looks so much better there. Yeah, this is like the beginning of that aesthetic, yeah, isn't it? Man. Just run with that aesthetic. Yeah. And as far as I can see, I just need privacy. Plus a whole lot of tree, fuck all this modesty. I just need space to do me, get a word what they're trying to see. A Stella Maxwell right beside of me. A Ferrari, I'm buying three. A closet of Saint Laurent, get what I want when I want, cause his hunger is driving me, yeah. I just need to be alone. I just need to be at home. Understand what I'm speaking on. If time is money, I need a See how his, his stuff is like hidden. So he's going on about women, he's going on about Ferraris, and then all of a sudden he says, I just need to be alone. I just need to be at home. Yeah, it's like one line. Yeah. Yeah, two lines. And it gives you a peek into that like self destruction. Yeah, it's so true. And if you miss that, it's you like, miss the point. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. If you're not listening carefully to it, yeah. like, yeah, you need to like pay attention that's the stuff you've got to pay attention to yeah so true i never thought of that really like you blink and you miss it yeah yeah. like exactly. amongst all the sort of drugs and the bitches and but if you get usual, triggered by the stuff beforehand it's obviously you ain't, yeah you've it, got your like, barrier up yeah, yeah yeah exactly um so uh yeah we talked about how like variable the reviews are two stars to four stars um get the water I need to get that fucking that Sun Lux album up. So good. Have you seen the orchestral um, Sun Lux? Easy. It's so fucking good, man. Sun Lux is amazing. Mm. Like all of their stuff is is fucking brilliant as well. Like uh, easy. This is such a good album. first and then do it or yeah mate I, don't, I feel like we're not that far from the end yeah. chicken. Oh. chicken chicken yeah. Yeah. there it is <laughs> Morgan okay. we'll make some chicken it's going to be a tea yeah yeah like drunk tea <laughs> <laughs> like that <laughs> Eating that raw chip. <laughs> Absolutely raw chip. Sticking that thermometer in it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just into the I mean, just it's into the 10 end. degrees under, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's tender. That'll do. Yeah, I like medium rare chicken meat. I mean, it's kind of pink. <laughs> so. If you haven't listened to it already, Sunlux, which is S O N, new word, L U X. The album is called Lanterns. It was released in 2013. GZ samples one of the tracks, Easy, uh, which is the fourth track on this album. But the album itself is fucking brilliant. It's really good. Um, very atmospheric. Very strange. Love that. Um, he's got samples all over the shop in this album. I think this is the best sample, though. Yeah, so Having good. listened to this album, and Easy is a track I always go back to because of that sample. Yeah. Listen to get the orchestral version of Easy On. It's fucking insane. If if you were there at that concert 
honestly must have been the best thing then tingles um yeah that's one this one yeah oh woodkid as well love woodkid yeah so so woodkid um like isn't on the original oh yeah yeah but he did vocals on it very 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 good i think he does vocals on it yeah. Look at this orchestra all wearing boiler suits. I bet they're like, fuck this. <laughs> Trained at one of the best Yeah, they're all miserable. Schools. Fucking yeah. like orchestras are miserable. Mm. This is some Kanye shit, right? Mm. Hey, listen. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Hey. This is one of those... Um, like, what is it that that fucking the beginning of um, Forever, the Drake track? It's like um, oh, the one with the, all them artists. Yeah, first yeah. name greatest, <laughs> last <laughs> name ever. <laughs> one of those. Like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. Yes, forever. Like, easy. Easy. you've got to crank it up, Dan. Okay, here we go. Best sample Easy. of this album by far. Yeah, big time. Fucking so good. Easy. Just get ready for the dryer. And the trumpets as well. Like, how good that sounds recorded. Imagine being there. That's gotta be. It must sound so good. Man, so yeah, they've got Woodkid doing looks the... Looks ridiculous, but... Yeah, they've got him doing the vocals. Definitely the pianist. That guy's in some mode. But yeah, Wood Kids on the the other mode. The deeper voice is Wood Kids. Yeah. The drummer as well. I think so. And I think possibly the guitarist. They're not playing. Music's dead these days. Fucking looking in the wrong place. Exactly. Looking in the wrong place. Looking in the wrong place is exactly, exactly it. 
There's a fucking ton of shit music out there. Yeah, but you're looking look exactly. Yeah. You're looking in the wrong place. That is an example of absolute phenomenal. Yeah. If you look amazing at- collaboration, Woodkid yeah, yeah, and yeah. Sun Lux, like you don't get that a lot. Like yeah. two big artists being like, yeah, right, which fuck it, like we love this. We're just gonna yeah, look, it's these guys. Yeah, that's the drummer, right, guitarist, yeah. and the vocalist. Um, yeah, on the piano. Uh, I haven't listened to the new album, but. Um, I haven't listened to Brighter Wounds. Bones is really good. Great album. And this is an amazing... I don't know what it is. Original music from and inspired by the disappearance of Eleanor Rigby. I've never heard that. Um, we Are Rising is also a great album. Yeah. Lanterns is the one that we're yeah, on. Yeah, Lanterns is great. Um, Bones is kind of weird, but it's really good. But they are weird. It's like their thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's like weird, like electronic. Um, it's it's kind of like the evolution of Alt-J, in my opinion. Yeah. That's a really good description of it, actually. Um, and then Jeezy, like very savvy, pops in, takes that sample, um, and we get we get easy. Multiple uh, you know, Halsey's um, also sampled easy as well. Yeah, and we get um, they get credited. They get credited as um, songwriters on the track. Sunlux. So yeah, Sunlux. Yeah. So on the track listing for Easy by G Easy, Sunlux get credited. Mm. So um, that's cool. A little bit sped up This is in my top three tracks For this album I think it's in mine It's the last track 20 tracks This is the sign off Easy And so this one track in itself I haven't looked up any of the other samples in the album But off the back of this I looked at the sample and found some so straight off the back we've left all that misogynistic stuff behind he's talking about how long he's been in this he's, he's still trying to find himself as a person yeah on an honest level yeah and also importantly last track on the album yeah this is this the sign thing, off yeah this is the thing he wants uh, exactly to, this is the taste he wants to leave in it's what you're left with yeah, yeah. yeah this is the moment before the credits yeah Good use of the sample there mm. to to bring it back in. Finish off the bar. Yeah. Yeah. So this is basically an end. It's a it's a last call track, really. Sets up that chorus yeah. every time. So this is a very similar story to what Logic describes in his last call yeah. and his newest album. 
He basically says in his massive last call, he says that he lived, he had a deal with his mate that was like he can live on his couch. And if he didn't make it within a year's time, he was going to give up hip hop. And he just sat there the whole, he was like on his couch, waking up every day, producing music, writing music. Um, And in the end, he ended up getting signed by a label. And that's exactly what Jeezy says on this. He's like, he's the same call. Dedicate enough time to it and you'll make it. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's true? Uh, for the guys who make it, yeah. But there's, yeah. there's for every. You gotta have something. For every GEZ and every Logic, there's a million other guys spending just the amount of time, exactly the same amount. But some of time. people just don't have. People don't have the look, or they don't have the look. Or the content. Don't, they don't have the, the look yeah. in terms of the aesthetic, or they don't have the look in terms of the fucking four clovers. It, yeah. It's it's all timing. It's yeah. all it's all. Or they don't. Yeah, or straight up, they don't have the content. Yeah. Because you yeah. can put in all the hours, but if you ain't exactly. if you ain't got the bars, like yeah. that's it. Like yeah. Like if you can't rhyme, it doesn't matter how well. I don't know. No, nah, you're right. You're but right. You, but also, but also, you can be shit, and if you've got production behind you, but it's like you have to maneuver yourself into a position where into a lane exactly where you where you make yourself indispensable. Like you, yeah. like someone yeah, yeah. goes, I can't, I can't afford not to give you a there's chance. Got, yeah, there's got to be a reason for you mm. as an artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like those two have found it. Yeah, like really well. Like Jeezy's yeah. found his thing. He's found his lane. I feel like he's staying firmly in the middle lane, and he's getting like good miles per gallon. Like he's not like zooming really fast to crash and burn. He's not like gonna run out of petrol, and he's not going really slowly. He's somewhere in the middle, and he's doing like decent. He's doing like putting out good stuff, and like people want to follow him, and he's like getting good good mileage out of it. Like, but I feel like he's not he's not necessarily pushing. The genre on in the same way that like you know like eminem yeah, or like Jake, yeah he's not yeah. he's not like revolutionizing it yeah. he's like letting them he's letting those people pave the way and take the risks and then he's like oh now like now i've seen you do that i'm gonna do that mm. and i'm gonna like follow that which is totally fine that's valid like yeah. sometimes you just need something that's like that just like yeah, it's like yeah. a good biscuit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a good hobnob, chocolate hobnob. It's just like you know exactly what you're getting. Yeah, dunk that in the tea. Happy with. Happy. Yeah, but like it's, if you put, it's if reliable. You, yeah, if you dunk a fig roll in the tea, you don't know what's going to happen. You you might as well just fucking. It's like, well, it's like getting a fucking chicken drumstick and be dunking it in the tea. That's oh, not going to work. Nice. Is it? Is a chicken drumstick cooked? Yeah, it's like a cold okay. chicken drumstick, mm. and you dip it in the tea. And you have a little bite and you go, that's tea and chicken. That's like some contemporary, that's some Michelin star bullshit cooking. Right exactly. Now. It doesn't work. And but that's try and pretend it does. Exactly. And that's kind that's yay. That's Kanye. That's yay. That's that album. Yay. Well, this think, is, this is I that think chocolate I'm hobnob. shrouded by the Kanye or in the fact that I, I really like all the things that Kanye puts out, but I feel like I give him the benefit of the doubt quite a lot. The thing is, he's a low, well, he's not a low key genius. He's a genius. Hmm. So he's always ahead of the curve, but then sometimes you eat something like that, you eat a meal like that, and you're like, "I don't know how I feel about this." Yeah. And then only later on do you go, "Do you recognise?" Yeah, you this? go, "Fuck, that was a good meal." But at the time you're like, "Oh, it's, oh I don't know. How, oh, I think it's good. Oh, what? You need context for it." Yeah. Whereas this, you don't need context. You just bang it on, and you go. This is like one hobnob after another. And I just know, <laughs> I know exactly what it tastes like. I know what it looks like. I know that, I know when I can eat it. 
I know like it's going to be like after I have my meal, can I have a little hobnob in the tea. That's a good time. I know the package. Yeah. Whereas you, whereas with Kanye, it's unpredictable. Yeah. You don't dip, know what you're going to yeah. get. You might get like, you might get an aubergine lasagna or you might get... That sounds all right, to be fair. Or you might get... Aubergine though. Yeah. Or you might get... Have just corn. Or you might get a minced beef stir fry. Oh, that sounds fucking shit. So both of those sound shit. Exactly. You don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what you're going to get. Or you might get... Just give me a fucking... If you're going to go for a veggie... Just give me gold digger. If you're going to go for a veggie lasagna, just give me corn lasagna. If we're going for a... If you get... If you've got... If you got beef and veg, let's just go for a fucking, I don't know, burrito or fucking... Yeah, let's just make a fucking... Let's make a quesadilla. Let's make a fajita. Let's yeah. make... If you've got ground beef... Let's make a bolognese. Yeah, fucking a bolognese, man. Like, why do I need a fucking... Bo- why am I having beef stir fry? And that's what I'm saying is that sometimes Kanye <laughs> tries too hard to, like, reinvent it. He's, like, constantly really trying to reinvent hip-hop. Round me up. It's just thinking exactly. about it. Exactly. Really... Put chicken in a wrap. Chicken in a wrap. Keep it... Cheers. And that marks the end <laughs> of our podcast. Thanks very much for watching. <laughs> um, give me your tracks. Oh my days! Just go straight. Right, okay. Give me your tracks. Um, let me cut in on this. So I need to have a look at the track list. Uh, so okay. easy is on there. Yeah. Easy. Uh, what else we got? Mama always told me. Fly away. Fly away. Is a big track for me. This is my thing about this I album. It's track. really hard to pick out a tracks of it because there's about sixty million <laughs> tracks. Listen to the lyrical content of this track. I can't hear anything. Can you hear anything? What's going on here? Oh, we're not got. Is this in? Hello. Yeah, this is in. Okay, there we go. Who's Ugochi? That Tamagotchi. Uh, it's like a Tamagotchi spin-off. <laughs> the budget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even religious, but hope it's a church near. It's whiskey on my lips, and there's been too much thirst here. My lifestyle is getting out of hand and come down. So that that first bar It's whiskey on my lips, but there's thirst here. Even the one about he's not religious, but I hope there's a church here. It's like give me anything to believe in, like yeah. The these drugs are the only way that I'm escaping from the pressure. If that Guardian reader had just delved a little bit deeper, he's like explaining all of the pre... He's basically like saying all of the presentation that I'm giving, all the stuff that's going to sell commercially is like just a front. Yeah, and there's more stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. I've Gone But A Dream as my next track. Life Is But A Dream. Which I quite enjoy. Yeah. I really Legendary like the beat swag, on this. Young yeah. This is a good track to be fair. This is like a club track. Yeah. I feel like if it came on, everyone would go. Yeah. Just sing the. the, Yeah. Yeah. The DJ drops it out. (laughs) And they jump it back in again. listening to Amy Winehouse exactly yeah I think this would be in my choice it's a good track yeah and again it's like way past the um, like bit misogynistic shit and then I put I put no limit for the features and for the production but I think 
I don't know. I found it really hard to pick from like 20 tracks. I was just so overwhelmed. Yeah. And I feel like there's so much of it that just wasn't like my cup of tea. Yeah. So I hate the Kalani track. Which, which one, tracks do you burn. not like? Let's do, let's do the tracks. <laughs> I, hate I don't Kal- like Crash and Burn. I hate the Kalani track. I don't like... Uh, I don't like... I don't really like Him and I. It got me into the album, but I agree. These days when I hear it, I skip it. Get this shit skipped. It's, it's so, so commercial. It's so 2017. It's it's so it's so Rihanna and Eminem. Exactly. Look, it's exactly. so it's so love the way you lie. Exactly. It's like they've gone like this is gonna be your. Do you remember I love, love the, the way, way you lie. lie? This is it. This is the one. So it's this about a it. broken relationship, and it's 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 exactly about their relationship. So clearly it didn't work, but they were like doing coke together all the time, and their relationship was like you know that exciting phase at the start of a relationship, but then you get past it, you're like. Nothing Realistically, isn't gonna work, is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're that person. Nothing in common. Oh, you're oh. that person. What's that? We've got nothing in common. Yeah. Oh, cool. But also, the, they're they're both pretty successful artists, so they're like, it's really hard to trust fans because yeah, yeah. And then they're like, so they've obviously attached, e- got attached to each other because they're like, okay, we can actually trust each other because and then, we're not gonna fuck each other over. But then it's fucked, and then they've gone. But actually, actually, we don't have any trust. But actually, we could make a single off of this. We could call it. Like, I know you hate him. me, but what if we cut know. a single? Or it was like, we're scheduled to do a single in yeah. December, but we've I, already we've already broken up in, like, May. <laughs> so we've got to do this fucking single. Let's rewrite it and make it, like... Let's get the, the chopper rolling on this one. <laughs> I'm not sure about this either. The Beautiful and the Damned. The opening track. Oh, yeah. This gets a skip from me. Yeah, not sure about it. Pray for me. Beats good. It sounds like you and me freestyling though. Should we go for freestyling this? All right. It's pretty accurate. Yo, it's pretty good. Hang on. Hey, hey. Okay. Yo. Hey. G Easy. Hey. Beats gonna drop soon. Hey. Yeah. Listen. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Beats fucking fire. When I'm changing my tires. Hey. I pull into the pits. Then I get my dick. Hey. <laughs> We're on the chorus, we're gonna be fucking a job in the chorus. Uh, he, didn't give, he didn't give us much of the bar there, did he? <laughs> on that remake. What happened? I it think he's looked it. it poorly. Yeah. Hey, eating the Cheetos. I Doritos. Yeah, cheesy flavour. I'm not a quaver. Not about the curls. Not about the girls. Yeah, on a gig's flow. Yeah, that's how I go. Bring in the bars. Yeah, that's how I know. Hey, bring in the beat. Yeah, I beat my me. That's how I roll. I'm in the street. I'm in the fleet. I keep my eyebrows on fleet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This bitch empty. Stick it in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that album cover, by the way? Can you freestyle it? Or the album cover? Yeah, yeah. 
He's looking mad. Probably sad. <laughs> Probably thinking about the time that he spent with his dad. Dad. <laughs> hey. Hey. Got a jacket on. Looking like a scone. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened to this bee? The bee's got chopped up this there. Doesn't, it doesn't sound like this at all. Hey. Bee's gone fire. Hey. Yeah, it's gone higher. Hey. Breaks down so much. Yeah, this. what's going on there? Hey, it gives yeah. about like three seconds yeah. of a bar. Trying to like, smash out a verse. What about the one before go back? Let's have a look. Yo. Already better. Yeah. Hey. Stop breaking it down. We don't want a style change. Yo. Hey. Hey. Listen. Oh, nice. piano. Yo. Okay. Hey. Yo, do you read the news? Jeez, he's black and he's bruised. That's how he goes, wearing a black jacket. I feel used. Listen to his music. Ah, peruse. Got that trumpet, like the blues. Hey. He's bloody and muddy and wearing a hoodie. Look at the guy. When I'm coming in, I fucking drop a pie. Coming in with a keyboard, wearing a midi, coming at you with a. Look at this photo. Yeah, I'm fucking it up. Look at you, easy. Is it sticks out like the FA Cup? Hey, with a black jacket. Understand, I ain't gonna whack it. Marketing, yeah, he's got the package. Can't see his eyes. Will he eat pies? I don't know. Legitimate question. <laughs> We're answering questions. Yeah, here in the podcast. This is a Q and A. <laughs> there we go. That's Dro- that then. Drop the bomb right there. Yeah. You're welcome, guys. Thanks for that, guys. That's getting cut. <laughs> yeah, we well, should cut that. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out, Jeezy. We're coming for your crown. You're pretty much better than him, to be fair. Put us, put us on blast right there. Put us on the fucking, put us on an album, Jeezy. You know where we are at Hip Hop Dudes underscore Pod. You know where we are, Jeezy. Uh, we're waiting for the call. <laughs> Always. Um, here's a question: Imagine this type of production, but combined with no names lyricism. Ooh. How good would that album be? So. Two episodes ago, we were talking about No Name, and we are talking about how amazing her lyricism was, but how we weren't sure about the production of her album. It was a bit samey, a bit indulgent, like too much instrumental jazzy stuff going on. And if she'd like had maybe a commercial editor kind of like streamlining it. So I was thinking about that and I was like, imagine if it had these beats, like the beat we just freestyled to, um, but with No Name's lyricism. Would it work? Do you think it would work? Do you think, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the issue, is that as much as that woman from The Guardian can attack the artists, it's not their fault. Mm. It's the audience's fault. Mm. So if the audience... Want that. If the audience wants g lyrics, they don't... They, n- nobody, like... No Name hasn't blown up in the same way that g has because, because of it's not. Yeah, content. exactly, exactly. Which is a joke, like... 
but then what as an artist it's like well the only way that you have a platform is to talk about this stuff yeah. and that's your category and that's what you can talk about and the like his the stuff that isn't selling as well is the stuff that's on the back of his album the stuff that i respect more but then what what you got to do what yeah. you just got to stay underground because because exactly you don't want to conform to because you're playing jazz samples exactly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it's hard it's hard to say but I, th- I feel like yeah if she had that production behind her she'd be amazing yeah she'd be in maybe she will maybe next album yeah i think i hope so because that like a lot of people in the industry and people who know what sounds good have taking recognized notice. that yeah, exactly, exactly. taking notice what are we what would you score this also firstly because we haven't done the multiverse machine in a while because i feel like we haven't had albums that have been like had those bangers mm. does this have a banger on it that you're like because i feel like you know this album much better than me um, Do you think there's a track on it that you would like <clears throat> that you would pick out if we were taking say we were taking we were like the 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 track the single that got me hooked on the album was which the song that I don't listen to anymore which I skip if it comes on is him and I okay so that I think it's it's difficult to put myself back when I first listened to the album yeah 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 but I would say that probably the track that I would present it has the best production yeah it has a story it's very love the way you lie though and I fucking hate that song but that's okay because the those like mammals from back in the day don't know what don't know what that is yeah true so the production is very good on this track you can throw that JBL out and they'll just be like okay he's he's, it's got that like his flow's good it's got the beat that sort of makes you want to move what are you thinking yeah I think this is a good shout part of me feels like no limit I know you hate it, but like, we're trying to save the world. We're, we're trying to save the world. So sometimes you got to put it to one compromise. side. You yeah, you got to put it to one side. This is okay. good though. We need to get to the chorus. Because if it's got a good build, there's a chance that the primates are going to stand up. If the, and if the primates stand up, we've saved the day. And we get back, what? we get the medals. Yeah. We get I the medals to, from the president. I need to stop thinking yeah. if it's a good song. I need yeah. to think, is it going to... Put your pride to one side. Yeah, put your pride to one side. See, let's ride that's the that's the chorus is it enough yeah what is it have we actually made them stand yet have we found a track that's made them stand? <laughs> i feel like i feel like um it's quite there a was a track task. on um uh watch the throne was there i feel like there I were tracks on watch the throne. i can't remember if anyone remembers Give us a shout. What what would it have been? And I feel like it was a track oh, on the, the um, Linkin Park. Such a good album though. It was a track on the yeah, Linkin Park they're, album. They're mega high. They're bangers, at, yeah, yeah, they're bangers. This is like also you're taking like two bangers from two bam, artists. Bam, 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 bam. That's not even Watch the Throne, is it? But that sort of track. Yeah. This is like too chill. It's too, too self-reflective. Let's too try no chill. limit. Let's see. Okay, I, that, I, I, I also, like you, I also yeah, think you, we're not going to stand to that either. I feel like the primates aren't going to jump. I feel like you're more on the right lines with, okay. with no limit. To be fair, it's too like it's too like dark and dirty. Like imagine all the primates just chilling with a banan. Nah. I don't think he's doing it either. Yeah. Like if you turned up, they've never heard anything like this before. All the primates are just chilling. We turn up in the multiverse machine. We arrive, open up, door opens, smoke everywhere. This is already playing. JBL just goes through the air. 
You know their vibe into this. They're already like, what's this? They're curious. Yeah. What's, this? what's going on? Because they know it's going to drop. You can already tell. It's cinematic. You know it's going to drop. Tears on the mausoleum floor. Bloodstains, calisium doors. Lies on the lips of a prison. They're already like, what's going on? But what we can say is, that is definitely a track that you would play for the primates in the hope oh, that they yeah. would stand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we haven't had one for a while. Nah, there's none on this album. And there's, there's, not, there's there definitely was, none on No Names album. Yeah, and there was none on Low End Theory either. Nah. They were too, like, jazzy. Yeah. Both those albums were too jazzy. Um, and this just doesn't have enough oomph. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's that's the thing about Jeezy that I would say generally. I'm mm. not sure he has enough oomph. Mm. Like, I feel like sometimes he it's, pulls his punches. But Same with Drake, though, to be fair. Exactly. And I feel that's, that's so mad because I wrote down, like, he's mm. heavily influenced by Drake. Mm. His flow patterns... The kind of production is very Drake, and I feel like it's exactly the same with Drake. I feel like he pulls all his lyrical punches. Yeah, they don't take any risks. Exactly. Yeah, which is fair enough. They still yeah, they've still got their lane. own way. Yeah, yeah. You're staying in your lane. Okay, so scores. What are you giving? So we've talked about. We don't think there's. We don't think there's a punchy enough track. Yeah, there's nothing that's gonna get the the, the primates. primates or... Yeah, yeah. But what could we? What could we score it out of out of, uh, out of ten? Ten scores. I'm going to give it a 7.6. Oh, that's quite high. I really like this album. Um, I think I'm going to go ever so slightly lower. Mm. I feel like we've flipped on on like no, like we've given the scores, like the no name scores <laughs> that you give. I think I'm going to go with a 6. Mm. Point nine. Two. Oh, <laughs> a six point two. So, he, what is yours? A seven point six. A seven point six. A six point two. A six point two. Probably going to the calculator. It's a thirteen point. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> a 30, so what? what is yours? A si- seven point seven point six. A six point two. A thirteen point eight. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. <laughs> thirteen point eight. That's not a bad score. Let's just get. Let can we yell? Figure out if that's my <laughs> that's I'm pretty right. sure that's correct, but okay. Uh, let's do it on Google. Uh, seven point six plus six point two is a thirteen point eight. Well done. I got it right. Well, oh my. I'm gonna put a clap track on this. Have you been doing maths at home? <laughs> yeah. You've been practicing maths. Quick maths. Every every Can afternoon get... before I do before we do an episode. Yeah. I do some quick mental maths. Can we do some now? Okay, go on. Uh, four point six plus three point one, seven point seven. Oh my days! He's coming with a that's a correct answer there. <laughs> yes. Ding. Correct. Ding. Okay. Ding. Uh, let's yeah. get a five point nine. Oh. Take away. Oh, a take 3. away three point six. Five point nine. Take away three point six. You repeated the question. He's stalling for time. <laughs> <laughs> that's a two point three. <laughs> I didn't even think about what what did I even ask you again? Five point nine take three point six. That's that's right. Yeah That's right. Okay. Okay, go on. Seven point one yep. plus eight point two. Fifteen point three. That was easy. Yeah, that was quite forget easy. Forget it. Oh, forget it. Oh, right. you can do maths. You've okay. done well. You've done well. Okay. The quick maths is over. 
That was the that was the quick maths portion of the episode. We're bringing that forward into the new episodes. We're going to be doing some quick maths every at uh, the <laughs> every last five minutes of the podcast. Going to be doing some quick maths. So um, join in at home. If you got those answers right, well done. If you didn't, uh, go back to school. Quick maths. Um, I'm gonna. Here's here's the thing. This is what I thought of when I was into the album. Uh, so it's hip hop. But it's also very the 1975, and it's also very Imagine Dragons. Mm. So I was like, "Could you say this was Imagine 1975 hop? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a genre? Do you know what hip hop's got to the point where it's like because it's the most mainstream music these days. Mm. It is. It is kind of that. It's like pop, isn't it? Yeah. But hip hop, pop hop. It's hop pop. Pop hop plop. Pop, hop, plop, 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 hop, plop, plop. It's just noise now, isn't it? Yeah. Plip, plop. Plip, plop. So if you like it plip, is, plop. It is 1975 plus, who do you say? Imagine Dragons. Imagine, oh, Imagine Dragons is shit. Yeah. So we're 1975, to be fair. Yeah, fucking bam, 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 yeah, do one. Um, so yeah, that was Jeezy, the beautiful and damned. I got it right. Whoa. I got that album, that album title right. That's insane, bro. That's cute. Um, there's some good stuff in there. Dig it out. Uh, we would say avoid the hip hop bullshit in a weird way from the album. Go and find the other stuff that yeah. he's talking about, like the. The stuff about sobriety and like struggling with drugs, struggling with the fame. Go and look at that stuff rather yeah. than the usual like Cardi B, ASAP Rocky yeah. stuff because it's not very interesting. If this album is a cheesecake, you got to get to the biscuit. Yeah, always go for the biscuit. Don't fucking waste your time with the jam and the cream. Get yeah. straight to the biscuit. Give us just a, give us just a full cake of the biscuit. <laughs> I just, do you know what? Just give me a digestive. Mashed up. Forget the cream. Forget the jam. Yeah. Just give me a digestive. Give me a hobnob. And that is our summary of Beautiful and the Damned. It's equivalent to a hobnob. It's a chocolate hobnob. You know what you're getting. Uh, on that note... <laughs> we'll see you next time. Uh, but for now... Good... Bye! 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 Bye.